Ladies and gentlemen, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No, because I'm going to get him. Hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're coming to you strong, live, and in person. That's right. We're right next to you. Can you, can you tell? Right here on the Global Star Radio Network. I want to thank the Global Star Radio Network, Todd. God bless you, man. You do a great job, BTR. Also, the fine folks there, and, of course, we're on YouTube Live. And I want to thank each and every one of you listening to this broadcast. We had, um, uh, I, I'll tell you what, I, we, we we had a productive day, Joe and I did today. Um, I... I I'll just say this: We met with um, we met with Colonel Sangari and Commander Kashaba at an undisclosed location. And um, what we learned, what we saw, I, I, I well, let me just say this: There's mass genocide taking place in Syria, in Iraq, and it's. Um, during the Obama administration, the documents I saw that Joe saw, it's just, it, it, I, I don't know. It took me everything to, to not cry. More on that in another time. I want to take you back to July 10th, 2016, 419 a.m. Shots ring out in the neighborhood, in a, the Bloomingdale neighborhood of Washington, D.C. That's right, 419 a.m. on July 10th, 2016. Uh, Seth Conrad Rich live bleeding on the city street there. And uh, shot twice. Shot twice. The shot spotter was alerted uh, alerted the uh, police department to gunfire. The police responded, found Seth Rich. He was conscious. He was alert, although badly wounded. They transported him to the hospital. He died. He was pronounced dead at 5.57 a.m. So from 4.19 to 5.57, he, he did... Uh, the struggle for his uh, life. Speaking of struggling, he struggled at the scene, um, according to uh, uh, police reports. Well, according to uh, medical reports, he has uh, he had uh, uh, hands, knees, and face bruising, which would be suggestive of a altercation of a fight. Uh, Seth Rich, for those who don't know, worked uh, with the DNC. He worked on computer programming to assist voters. Um, to make it to the polls. Uh, fast forward to this this past week. Rod Wheeler um, is the private investigator, and let me tell you, the private investigator, the realm of private investigators. If you are a good PI, you know other good PIs. If you are, it's kind of it's kind of like, and I, I well, I, I was going to compare it to the Navy SEALs, but uh, I can't do that. But only to the extent that there's kind of a brotherhood there. All right, the police, like a brotherhood there. You tend to know people. Rod Wheeler is a good private investigator, I believe. And um, uh, he was he was working for the Seth Rich family, but not paid by the Seth Rich or the family of Seth Rich. Actually, Fox News commentator Ed Petoskey put Rich, uh, the Rich family, in touch with uh, Rod Wheeler, who was a former D.C. homicide investigator, who was working the unsolved homicide. 
And this week it stated that the police have not been forthcoming. They haven't been cooperating at all or cooperative at all. And uh, Wheeler stated that he believes that the uh, uh, the answer to uh, solving his death lies on the computer, meaning his uh, South Bridges computer, which is uh, either at the FBI or the uh, D.C. Police Department. I have not been able to essentially to find uh, find out where it is. Contacts the D.C. Police, now it's with the FBI. FBI, now it's with the D.C. Police. Not getting a straight story. And that's kind of the long and short of that. Plus, uh, according to, well, WikiLeaks put up a, a, um, a reward for his uh, the, the solution of his murder, as did others. I, just from putting things together, and, and our, our guest this hour can, or this segment can, can certainly uh, inform us of it, but it looks like 150000 or thereabouts. Bottom line, um, unsolved homicide, Washington, D.C., suspicious circumstances. And uh, it is believed, and I and I personally believe this, professionally believe this, based on my investigative research and my findings, that uh, it was Seth Rich who did turn over to WikiLeaks 44,053 emails and 17,761 attachments to those emails that span from January 2nd, or January 2015 through uh, May 2016. That is my belief. But that's based on my own uh, investigative research and talking with people in the know. One person in the know about this situation and is uh, has a lot of new information. Folks, I want you to listen carefully to this this woman. She knows. She has next to having a uh, a veteran seasoned investigator. I would uh, I would put the journalist right right up there. And this woman is a great journalist. Her name is Liz. Uh, Liz Crokin, I'm sorry. I'm looking at uh, a bunch You're of right. You know, I almost, I I did that earlier. I, I've got like five sheets of paper in front of me. I'm sorry. Uh, Liz Crokin is our guest, and uh, she's been working on this story for a long time. She's going to have an exclusive coming out here soon, but I'm going to let her talk about it. Liz, without any further ado, yeah. here you go. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Let me just note that the exclusive that's coming out has already been submitted and that I'm not suicidal. Sadly, these days, um, reporters feel the need to express that they're not suicidal when they're exposing government corruption and the Clintons. Um, wow. So anyways, well, you, and that's true. I mean, you know that's, that's to be the, the case because it seems that anyone that is covering any kind of major corruption, um, real serious major corruption, and you guys know I've, I'm, I, you know I've been really active covering the sex trafficking, uh, they end up dying in freak accidents. This has been going on for decades, especially people that revolve around the Clintons, which is why I'm sitting here talking about Seth Rich. But anyways, um, so just, just to get that clear, I'm not suicidal. I have no reason to kill myself, and I've already, I've been working on this, I've, I've been researching this story since it came out last summer. But the newest revelation, which you, um, which you laid out so nicely, is that the, this private investigator, who is Rod Wheeler, he came out within the past few days, and what did he say? He says that there is reason to believe that Seth's murder, I'm sorry, he, there's reasons to believe that Seth was behind the release of um, the WikiLeaks, okay? And as soon as he was, excuse me, as soon as he was, after he said that he believes that Seth was involved with WikiLeaks, he was completely shut out of this case, okay? I have talked to multiple sources that have worked on this 
that are, that are involved in this situation. And I'm being told that once that um, Rod found out that there was a connection and that there's evidence to prove this, that there's a connection between Seth and WikiLeaks, that he could have been the one that released the emails that basically led to the downfall of the DNC and Hillary Clinton, he has been completely isolated from this case, and he has been dealing with a ton of backlash, okay? Backlash from uh, the family, new family spokesman Bob Bauman, who is a uh, Democratic, and correct me if I'm if I'm not if I'm speaking improperly here, but uh, Bauman is a uh, uh, employee of the. Uh, uh, my goodness, here, uh, Brad. I'm sorry, Brad Bauman. He's a professional Democratic crisis PR consultant with the Pestorum Group, and that is the Seth uh, family spokesman for Seth Rich and uh, Bauman. Essentially, threw Wheeler under the bus. Well, yes. So, okay. So he's been dealing with backlash from Bauman, but not just Bauman. He's getting backlash from every direction. My sources are telling me that he is being attacked um, from different people. He is not being treated poorly from different people. He is being ostracized from people. I mean, he is just, he's basically being harassed from all different directions. And what's unfortunate about this is that he's done some really good hard work on this and Wheeler isn't a political person. He doesn't have an agenda. He genuinely was hired to find out who the murderer was. Like, that was his only goal. And he didn't know where that was going to lead him, and he didn't... I I honestly don't even think that he realized all the connections that Seth had to the DNC, to the Clintons, and I, I don't even know if he realized that there was a possibility that he could have been the person that um, released the emails to WikiLeaks, all right? So... He just, like any good journalist or any good detective or any good investigator, just went where the evidence took him. And after he discovered evidence that would suggest that Seth was indeed at the minimum in contact with WikiLeaks, that's when he was told to back off of this case. That's when he started dealing with a ton of backlash. And, yes, some of that backlash did come from the new quote-unquote family spokesperson um, who is a crisis manager for the DNC. So for your listeners that don't understand what that means, this person is basically what Olivia Pope is in the TV show Scandal. This person, for a living, um, is a PR person. This person is a crisis manager. This person is a person that's basically supposed to um, divert from what the real situation is. Like these kinds of people, I work in Hollywood, as you guys know, and I cover, you know, Hollywood celebrities and entertainment and that whole business. And if there's something that comes out that pe- you don't want the world to know about regarding a celebrity or a politician, then you distract, you create an illusion. All right? So all of a sudden, the, the person, the family was speaking about Seth's murder, you know, months ago, and all of a sudden they've gone silent. And nobody is speaking about his murder. His family, his friends, they've all shut down. They've all been silenced. So that within itself is really strange. And people within the Seth circle have been told not to talk to anybody, which is strange because this is a grieving family, and this family has expressed in the past that they just want to find out who killed Seth. They're just interested in getting justice for for Seth, getting justice for the family, and finding out 
who killed him. And Seth's brother even set up a GoFundMe so they could, you know, um, have resources to investigate who killed his brother. Well, all of a sudden, the, fi- the family's gone suspiciously silent. And the person that is speaking, quote-unquote, for the family works for the DNC. Well, if it is indeed true that Seth Rich was the person that leaked these emails um, to WikiLeaks, they would be the number one group that has an incentive to silence him and possibly kill him. So why is someone from the DNC all of a sudden the spokesperson for the family? Okay, so let's just take it a little bit further from that. Now, about a year ago, um, Julian Assange, he did an interview where, and you, like, as you expressed earlier, you said that Julian has offered, Julian with WikiLeaks has offered a reward for anyone that can find out who murdered or can leap, can, you know, bring in evidence that could lead to the arrest of whoever murdered Seth Rich. He has taken a very special interest in Seth Rich's murder. And he was point blank asked, was Seth Rich the person that leaked the emails to WikiLeaks, the DNC emails. And Seth, or I'm sorry, um, Julian did not answer yes or no. And the journalist that asked him this said, well, why why even bring Seth Rich up? Like, what are you inferring here? What are you implying? And he said, you know, we don't reveal who our sources are, but it's important for the people in the public to understand the risks that our sources take to get us the information. So, you know, he basically admitted that Seth was involved, that Seth was in contact with WikiLeaks without violating their own policy. All right? And, yeah, yeah. Um, Liz, you know, people would have to be morons not to, not to get that. I, I mean, really. I know. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Now, here's another important aspect of the story, and this kind of relates to what I was talking to your producer, John, about earlier. Um, now, and I think this is really important, too. So Rod Wheeler is hired to investigate this on behalf of the family. As soon as he finds out that there's possibly evidence, okay, that suggests that at the minimum Seth was in contact with people at WikiLeaks, all of a sudden, you know, this, you know, all of a sudden within 45 minutes of this story coming out, and it first came out on a local DC network, um, it's Fox 5, okay, so that's a local DC TV network. Within 45 minutes of this story coming out, what happens? The Washington Post comes out with a story, a fake news story, saying that Donald Trump gave classified information to the Russian foreign minister during his meeting with the Russian foreign minister, okay? This is a classic wag the dog tactic. This is a classic red flag. This is what the Clintons have been doing for years. This is what the deep state's been doing for years. If you want to avoid drawing attention to a huge news story, a crisis, what do you do? You create an aversion, a diversion, right? So this other story comes out in the Washington Post, and this is all anyone in the main, the corrupt mainstream media is covering. Now, what do we know about the Washington Post? Well, we know that the Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos, who, after he bought the Washington Post, got a $600 million contract from, nonetheless, the CIA. The Washington Post is nothing but a microphone for the deep state. And it's no coincidence that this story 
which completely overshadowed, you know, the new revelations with the Seth Rich murder, came out 45 minutes after news of this, the, the new revelations, you know, of this, of the Seth Rich murder. And I gotta tell you, the Washington Post story is what ruled the headlines that day and still is, even though there's no proof. Um, on the contrary, every single person that was in that meeting says that Trump did not release classified information. And um, Vladimir Putin has even offered to release the transcripts from that meeting to prove the Washington Post and the mainstream media is lying. So all of this that went down was nothing but a wag the dog to distract from the big, the bigger story, the, the, the real story, the true story, and that's the story revolving around Seth Rich. All of the evidence that, ha- that I have looked at that's out there, like the factual evidence that is out there, points that this was not a robbery. The, the police are saying that Seth Rich's murder was a robbery. This was not a robbery. Nothing was stolen, first of all. There's so much mis- misinformation out there. There's so many questions that haven't been answered. The police have been completely evasive. I mean, to this day, again, I've been working on this all week. Sources close to Seth, like people that knew him that were friends with there are people that don't even know to this day what hospital he was taken to. They don't even know what hospital he was taken to. Do you know that all of the cops involved in the situation were wearing body cams? And yeah. none of them have released the body cams. He was at a bar. The, the video from the bar hasn't been released. Um, the cops that were first on the scene had body cams. Those haven't been released. And the street that he was shot on, I've called the businesses on that street. None of those videos have been released. Everything's missing. And, and no one seems to know what's going around. I mean, there's there's more unanswered questions than answered questions. And these are, like, basic, basic questions. I mean, some of – I mean – why don't we know what hospital he went to? Like, why would that be kept a secret? I mean, there's so much with the story that that, that doesn't make sense, that doesn't Absolutely. add up. And I got to tell you guys, and, and part of the reason why I'm covering this and I'm, like, passionate about the story is that I truly believe that this story, that this murder revolving around Seth Rich, that this is the trump card that will have the whole house of cards fall down. I believe that finding the truth revolving around Seth's murder will expose scandal after scandal after scandal after scandal. I think it is just opening a huge can of worms, and I think that if if, if and when we find the truth about his murder, we're going to learn a thousand more truths. You and, know, and if, invo- I can, if I can just uh, say this, folks, Liz, Liz uh, Crokin is our guest, and let me tell you something. I, I know, I, I, well, I don't know what she knows, but I know what she has told us. And uh, uh, please listen to her. Understand what she's saying because this, uh, Liz, Liz has got the biggest, I believe, the biggest story in the on the planet today. And, and Liz has done a great job. This is your stuff. Your investigative work product. Go ahead. The, yes, and let me tell you something else that, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to come on the show. So, I've been working on this for a few days now, and I have a story that's going to come out over the weekend. I've, I've turned it in, and I'm going to come back on Monday and, and talk, and I'm sure I'll learn more, you know, through the weekend. But I'll, I'll be able to come back on and give you guys some more information that I'm learning. But here's another reason why I wanted to come on the show. I've come on the show before and talked to you guys about how I've been blacklisted from certain news outlets for 
for covering sex trafficking. Well, let me tell you, because I freelance for a lot of different publications, I got some really good information on this murder, some stuff from really good, reliable sources, stuff that is accurate. And I was turned down. I was turned down. I was turned down. There was one outlet in particular that's, you know, a reputable publication. And I, I was told that. Yeah, I won't, I won't say the name of that, of that, of that outlet, but when I heard it, Liz, I just, my mouth hit the floor. I mean, my jaw hit the floor. Yes. And what I'm, and the reason why I'm telling you this, and the reason why people need to know this and it's so important, is because the media is covering this. Okay? The media is not interested in the truth anymore. They don't care. They are covering up for this. And I know that firsthand. I have been told this, and this has happened with me with sex trafficking, and now it's happening again with Seth Rich's murder. There is a cover-up going on, all right? Thankfully, I found a a publication that's actually still interested in the truth that's going to publish my content over the weekend. But I am telling you, when I say that the media is covering things up, they are. Because I have been told that firsthand, and this is not the, this is not the only time that this has happened. Okay? This has been going on for a while, and, and I've never seen it so bad in my life. Let me tell you something. If you are a journalist and you, and you're uncovering scandals revolving around the DNC and the deep state, forget it. You can get, get in the food stamp line. Because you're not going to make any money. You're not going to get hired anywhere. It has gotten that bad. It's like we're living in, you know, like Nazi Germany. I mean, it's, it's insane. You know, it's, it's unbelievable what's going on. And it's like I go on, you know, I call him fake tapper, Jake Tapper's Twitter feed the other night. And, and someone, I think it was in reference to Sean Handy. God bless Sean Handy. He is covering the story. And someone was saying, you know, that the family denied what Rod Wheeler is saying, blah, blah, blah. And and Jake Tapper tweeted, disgusting. No, you're disgusting, Jake Tapper, because you're putting out lies. And you're disgusting, Jake Jake Tapper, because you didn't know that the family spokesperson works for the DNC. And the biggest suspect here in this case would be the DNC. If indeed Seth was the person that leaked the DNC emails to to WikiLeaks, I mean, hello, and it's Liz, not rocket science here. I don't know if you saw this, Liz, but uh, on a number of of forums, internet forums, and even some some uh, you know mainstream sites, uh, you know, Fox put the the story up earlier this week, but but uh, on Twitter too, there have been the bans and, and posts removed from a whole host of of internet forum sites. Pertaining to information about Seth Rich's murder, uh, you know, Free Republic, all these different uh, internet forums out there, and, and I'm not sure if Free Republic itself was one of the ones removing them. I'm pretty sure Democratic Underground was was doing it also. But um, you know, this is this is one of the I think this is the biggest story in the news this week. And as you said, and Liz, by the, the way, Liz has got this evidence. by the tail. Yeah, the totality of yes. evidence, the the missing. Um, you know, the missing details in the police report, the missing body cam footage, the missing laptops, the uh, refusal to look at the evidence, you know, and the motives uh, as to, you know, the DNC. When you have the police, basically, the judge reported the police were told to, to basically stand down in the investigation, 
And when you have people, you know, wanting to pursue an avenue, a legitimate avenue of investigation, uh, you know, with the DNC and, and the, the possibility of him being, you know, the leaker to WikiLeaks with over 44,000 emails and the police refuse to look at it. I mean, there's so many red flags with this investigation. It's obvious to anybody who's paying attention that something's not right here. Yes. And you're right. And, you know, when I come back on Monday, I'm going to have more information about the police standing down. Let me tell you, I have asked more questions than some police officers have that were investigating this case. Okay? And I've, and all I had to do was make a few phone calls. How sad is that? Yeah. There is so much corruption going on revolving around this, and it involves members in the authority. Um, I would say it involves the DNC. And it also involves the media, okay? It's crazy. I mean, it's just, it's driving me insane. There is so much that hasn't been looked into. There's so much evidence that there was a cover-up, that the authorities aren't doing their jobs. You know, there's so many red flags with this DNC spokesperson, you know. And by the way, why didn't... so? Let's get this straight. Seth Rich worked for the DNC. Why aren't they offering a reward? He was one of their own. Yeah. You notice that they're the only group that's not... There are so many journalists out there that are offering rewards, like Mike Cernovich is, George Webb is, and then you have Julian Assange offering a reward. But the DNC? And another thing that I should note, too, that I found... I mean, gosh, this just screamed... When I first read this, this just... Again, as someone that's a journalist and someone that's worked with publicists and managers and, you know, people that whose job it is to create smoke and mirrors for a living for politicians and celebrities, I just was like, wow, this is just screams like red flag. Um, in one of the statements that this crisis manager that's now the spokesperson for the family said, I'm going to quote him here. He said, even if tomorrow an email was found, it is not a high enough bar of evidence to, pr- to prove any interactions as emails can be altered, and we've seen that those interested in pushing conspiracies will stop at nothing to do so. Okay, <laughs> so it's like he's the spokesperson for this family, and instead of saying, you know, we're interested in any evidence that could help solve this murder, he's saying, well, just in case there's some evidence that comes out that suggests X, Y, and Z, which obviously would be suggest that he was in communication with WikiLeaks. He's saying, don't believe it. Right. This reminds me of when Chris Cuomo from CNN went on CNN and lied to his viewers and said, um, we're allowed to read WikiLeaks, but you can't. You, the viewer, you, the public, you're not allowed to. It's illegal. Yep. Okay? And the fact that he said this to me just screams like red flag. It screams like they are anticipating this evidence to come out. So they're trying to get ahead of it, and they're trying to spin it before it comes out to say, okay, if emails do come out suggesting that Seth was in communication with WikiLeaks, you know what, don't believe it, because it's easy, it's easy to, you know, it's easy to fake emails or doctor emails, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's actually not true, because... WikiLeaks has a 100% accuracy rate, first of all, number one. And number two, 
there are I'm not you know I'm I'm not a tech expert by any means, but there are ways to prove the authenticity of emails. I do know that built into the verbose headers, yes, and, the verbose headers of the emails do timestamp and the handshakes, electronic handshakes can be traced. And, and for folks who missed it, what Chris Cuomo of CNN said in reference to the John Podesta emails, he says this. Also interesting is. Uh, Remember, it's illegal to possess these stolen documents, Cuomo says. It's different for the media. So everything you're learning about this, you're learning from us. Yes, so he's basically saying, like, you can only, like, don't search for the truth on your own. Just trust what we say, even though they're fake news. And it's illegal to do your own investigating, or to do your own investigations. And it's illegal to read these emails. Lie, 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 lie. Um but in terms of these emails, you know, the, this Bauman guy saying that, oh, if, if an email comes out, it could be doctored, blah, blah, blah. Well, hmm, let's think about that. All the emails that were released via WikiLeaks, how many people lost their jobs because of those emails? Donna Brazil, Debbie Wasserman um, Schultz. And why did they lose their jobs? Because the emails were legit. They were real. You know what I mean? They weren't doctored. Absolutely. If they were doctored, then they wouldn't have lost their jobs. Okay? So, you know, the DNC, just their statements alone, to me, in my belief, it screams guilty, 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 guilty. And this family, I mean, it, it seems, it appears that this DNC crisis manager has completely hijacked um, this family's voice, okay? And I know from my firsthand experience exposing corruption um, with the DNC and the Clintons, I know how they operate. And they use thug tactics, okay, to silence people, to intimidate people, um, to get people to shut up. They use horrendous thug tactics. So who knows what is going on behind the scenes? But I guarantee you that this family is more concerned about finding justice for their son than they are for than they are in um, doing PR for the DNC, which is basically what their quote unquote family spokesperson is doing. Amen, Liz. And you you really laid this out nicely and, and really prepared uh, the audience for your upcoming article. Uh, do you want to tell people where they might be looking for that, or should, is that not? Yeah, no, I could. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be posted on WorldNet Daily sometime over the weekend. I just started freelancing for them, and they do really good investigative pieces. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm still working on setting up my own blog so I can continue doing work exposing sex trafficking without having to worry about. Um, censorship and before I sign off there's just one more thing I want to mention sure um, okay like I said earlier and, and this is my opinion this is my belief there's no one's telling me this information but I, I truly do believe this and I usually the, the reason why I've been able to be successful as a journalist is because I go off of my intuition I do believe that this story involving Seth Rich's murder really is that wild card that could bring the whole house down, which is why there is just such a panic from so many different forces to 
silence people exposing this, such as Rod Wheeler, and there is a cover-up in the media, and there's flat-out publications that won't even cover this, which I learned from first-hand experience, all right? Now, I believe that this is the key to unlock so many more crimes that that have been um, committed by the, the deep state, the Clintons, um, and the DNC, okay? And you guys know that my passion is sex trafficking, and it is exposing the sex trafficking that is going on at the hands of our government, the CIA, and involving the Clintons, the Clinton Foundation, and other entities in the United States. Okay, I believe that this story could lead to the unraveling of other um, scandals and crimes that will shed light on sex trafficking. And there's two two things that happened this week that I wanted to mention revolving around sex, sex, um, sex I almost said sex trafficking, sex trafficking, getting my stories mixed up. Ivanka Trump tweeted about human trafficking this week. And President Trump talked about human trafficking during his speech um, in front of the Coast Guard. And he said that human trafficking is the biggest problem plaguing the world right now. Okay? Silence from the media. Virtual silence. President Obama says the biggest problem facing the world today, the, the, the biggest problem, bigger than ISIS, is climate change. And that's all anybody in the MSM is talking about. Trump says that human trafficking is the biggest problem facing the world today. Nothing. I didn't even know about it for a while because nobody was talking about it. So I believe the fact that Ivanka tweeted about this week and that President Trump mentioned this in his speech is a really good thing. And it's a really good sign because they are on top of this and they know what's going on. And I also believe they know everything that's going on revolving around Seth Rich's murder. And I believe that we are getting closer to the truth. You know, Liz, uh, folks, this is Liz Crokin, and she is one fearless, gutsy, tenacious, persistent journalist. She's on, as far as I'm concerned, on the biggest story on the planet today, and uh, also taking care of business with respect to sex trafficking. Absolutely riveting, uh, Liz. And um, I, I just can't wait for your piece to come out um, this weekend on World Net Daily. We will link to it. We will uh, promote it on social networking. Uh, we also, our audience will keep you in prayer for uh, your safety and for your further uh, endeavors, you know, investigations. Uh, but I, I have to tell you, Liz, from what I know, what I've seen, your investigative work product is second to none. And thank you for all you do. Um, I'll give you another minute. Uh, we, we skipped a network break, so another minute's yours. Uh, close it out, if you like. Okay, cool. Well, no, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for having me on and, like, give me a platform when so many people, you know, have been – Censor. I don't even want to say specifically, specifically me, but they've just been censoring these important topics. And, you know, I, I've been covering Clinton corruption since I was a kid. I mean, since I was a teenager. And so that, and that was two decades ago. And there has been so many mysterious deaths surrounding the Clintons. I mean, it, it's in the hundreds at this point. And 
so many people have been intimidated, so many people have been silenced, so much has been covered up, so many murders, crimes, corruptions, now the sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, the organ harvesting. I mean, it never, ever ends. And I feel that we finally have a chance to to get some justice for some of the things that have been done, you know, via the Clintons, via our corrupt government, via the corrupt rogue members, you know, authority members, politicians, et cetera. And I just really want to encourage the public to stay on the story. And I mean, at the minimum, there's at the minimum, what people can do is they can talk about it. They can tweet about it. They can tweet the president. They can tweet, you know, local officials. You can tweet, you know, members of Congress, senators. Keep this story alive. Okay. Keep it alive on Facebook. Keep it alive on Twitter because the mainstream media won't. So people need to keep talking about it. They need to keep tweeting about it. They need to demand that they, that we get answers for for Seth Rich's murder. We need to demand that we get answers for all this craziness going on. Because if, if we don't keep this story alive, it's our duty because the people in power are not doing the right thing. I know that for a fact. I can attest to that. Okay, I can prove that. Okay, and the, and the media is not doing their jobs either. So we need the public to get angry. You know, righteous had to have righteous anger and to channel that anger into change, into, you know, um, activity. And, you know, just simply tweeting about it helps. It draws attention to it. So, you know, I hope that, you know, I know you guys will stay in the story, but I hope that people, you know, will continue to um, tweet about this, talk about this, and, and don't let this story die because there, there's been too many lives that have been lost. There's been too many horrible things that have happened. There's been too much corruption that, that has happened, and there's been no justice. And it's like I, we finally have a president that I believe will do the right thing. We, we finally have an attorney general that I believe will do the right thing, but we need to demand answers and we need to support them. So keep talking about it, keep tweeting about it, and definitely keep praying. Amen, Liz. Thank you so very much for your update on this. And uh, again, we're 100% behind you. If you need anything from us, investigative resources-wise, uh, certainly uh, we will be glad to help you. And um, but, but I'll tell you something, you're, you're really knocking it out of the park. You, you are, and then folks, Liz Groken, the real deal, afraid of, I mean, fearless, fearless indeed. Um, thank you. Thank you. Sir. Well, thanks so much, you guys. Have a great sh- rest of the show, and I'll check back in with you guys on Monday. Have a okay. good weekend. Okay. You too. Liz. Okay. Thank Plus. you. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. All right, folks. Liz Croken, and we're behind her on 100%. She's, a, she, again, she's a fearless young lady, and, uh, uh, she's got a tiger by the tail in this story. She really does. This is the most important story that, uh, is the, the link in that chain that could break free the truth about, uh, what's really taking place, the, the Russian narrative. We skipped the, uh, network break. Thank you so much, Todd and Global Star Radio Network for accommodating us. Let's bring Ted Brower on, uh, healthmasters.com. And I just want to thank Ted for his patience as we went through this, uh, this story, this, uh, this report. I mean, you talk about the very significant. Now, I did a, there is a, a, a PI perspective on the Seth Rich murder and also another, I think a four or five minute uh, video that I did as well outlining some of the points, uh, on our video channel. Also, please folks, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It raises our, it elevates our, uh, visibility. Also click on the bell there, uh, for new notifications on videos if that is what you so desire but please please I ask that uh, if you're listening to this 
via YouTube, please subscribe or any platform. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way we can keep in touch. And the the larger the numbers, and they're already playing with our numbers. So the larger the numbers there, um, the more difficult it's going to be to keep us under the uh, radar of the people that need to know the truth. Just give me a thumbs up and uh, give us a thumbs up. Okay, Ted's on. Ted's on. Ted, hey, Joe. Are you there? Hey, brother. I'm here, buddy. Man, what an incredible interview with Liz. I enjoyed listening to her. She's very on point with Seth Rich. Uh, this is the deep state in action. This is the media in collusion with the deep state, which, of course, is owned by the deep state. We know the CIA has been controlling the media for many, many, many decades through, the, through their funding, through the Exchange Stability Fund, and through the international banking, criminal banking cartel, I should say. So she's dead on point. They're covering this up. We all know that it was a hit. We all know that he was killed because of the WikiLeaks. I mean, all of this information is out there now. And to make the hospital basically, quite, you know, you know, a secret and to make how he died a secret and all these other crazy things and no body cams, Doug and Joe. I've been reporting on this for the past week. And it's been a major, major cover-up is what it is because they don't want the truth to come out because the same thing happened a few days, a week or so before what happened with Hillary before the election when all the Podesta emails came out and they opened up the investigation again on Hillary. These people, these Clintons, are are career criminals, and they're involved in every manner of corruption. And quite frankly, I was really hoping they would go away when Trump became president, but it doesn't seem like they just want to fade quietly into the sunset. They seem like they want to continue to have their wreak their havoc on the American population. But, of course, this happened with Seth Richard. That was months and months ago, you know, in the middle of all the campaigns. So, sadly... Uh, their parents, his parents, are probably scared to death, and they've probably already been threatened as far as what happened to Seth is going to happen to you. So it's sad to me that these people in the media continue to collude and cover this stuff up, Doug and Joe. You know, uh, Ted uh, and, and folks, uh, Ted Brower's got a show, Ted in Austin, every day right here on the Global Star Radio Network. You, uh, tune into his show because uh, Ted's been covering this as well. And, and you have, and, and um, yeah, it, this whole thing, and, and by the way, Ted, uh, the, with the with respect to this particular homicide, unsolved homicide, and, and I've worked on solved homicides as a private investigator, the, the family, um, it's it's hard to even describe the mindset of the family when they have to turn to a, a PI in order to work a parallel case with the police department. And you've got to take that into account. But uh, in this case, the family is being victimized not twice, you know, once by the murder of Seth, the second time by the uh, media and by the police department, but three times. Uh, this by the uh, errant, in my view, errant family spokesman that's uh, going out and throwing... Uh, Rod Wheeler under the bus. So yeah, uh, but your, your coverage of, of this and other topics, are, we're so thankful for it. Healthmasters.com, healthmasters.com, folks. Ted, go ahead. I didn't mean well, to... I got I got another email in today, Doug. Another source, but I'm not sure. I haven't vetted it yet. And it was actually a person who was in the was an attendant in the hospital uh, when Seth died. But I'm not going to go into that because I haven't vetted the source. But needless to say, there were some very strange things happening in the hospital also. So it's very interesting to me that this thing has not made media coverage. But but think about this. Years ago, I did a show with Kathy Fountain on uh, it was a, it was a CBS station, Channel 13, back 
oh gosh, or in the early 90s, and I did it on the top 10 foods never to eat. And I'll never forget, we had a 37% market share of 13 Tampa Bay counties with this one show that I had done. Huge, huge, huge response. But then what happened is the media came in and said that, you know, we were not going to allow you to come back on and do another show with her if you talk about aspartame or certain compounds in the food that can be linked to different diseases. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. And they said, no, you, we're going to censor you. So I was censored by the media, by, by Channel 13. I was told by the producer I could not discuss these things. Well, then right after that, they did another show. It's called the, um, it was called The Investigators. And they actually did a show on the bovine growth hormone, which we'll talk about in detail in a few moments. And what happened with the bovine growth hormone, they did a whole show on it, and it was censored because Monsanto came in and their legal department said they were going to be sued if they released the information on bovine growth hormone, which is causing some of the top allergens in America today with milk products. So we're going to cover all of that stuff in detail tonight. Plus, we're also going to go into this sex trafficking that Liz was talking about. She did such a good job on talking about that too. I know that's her passion and how the human organs are being trafficked. And a lot of this is being done for childhood ritual sacrifice. Doug, you know that. Joe, you know that. And we're going to talk about how these elite, these weirdos, how they do these children's sacrifices tonight and how they actually extract energy from these sacrifices. We're going to go into detail on that tonight. So we've got an interesting show coming up. Of course, we'll cover our normal health topics also. But, guys, thanks for having me on tonight. Anything else you want to talk about as far as with Seth Rich, Doug, or Joe? Well, you know, we can go um, wherever you want to. I mean, the Seth Rich stuff um, is, is, in my opinion, you know, one of the most important stories that we have in the news this week. But at the same time, um, we well, have, you know, people are looking into it or trying to dig up the information. And just the, the whole thing that's going on with the media, the family, yeah, if I can add to this, Joe, not to interrupt again. Um, Ted, I was surprised when I heard the names of the outlets, the uh, uh, internet outlets, supposedly conservative, so supposedly for, for for the truth, that would not um, carry Liz's findings. Okay, now that's not to say we, of course, you know, why didn't they? Why didn't she publish on us? Now she, she's she's making a living. As a journalist, we don't pay for stories. We can't pay. We we can't afford it. Um, so of course she's going to go. But but when I saw the list, I just I, my mind I, I I couldn't believe it, Ted. Where where are the guts? What is happening to not just the media but the the new media? What is happening? Well, well, what's happened, Doug and Joe, and you guys know it as well as I do, you know, the deep state has long tentacles. This giant vampire octopus squid has come in now, and they've defunded a lot of the alternative media by delisting their websites and delisting their, their search engines and delisting all of the things that they're generating revenue with. And a lot of people who are in the alternative media have seen a massive, massive loss of revenue stream. And when that happens, they start to capitulate, and they want to get back in graces with the deep state. And so that's what... Well, you always have to ask yourself a simple question. You know, why is it that so many alternative media outlets, why do they not report the truth? You know, year, gosh, one years ago, it was, it was months ago, you and I, we broke the story on what was going on in the White House with Jared Kushner and Soros. That's back in February. And nobody else would touch it, Doug. Nobody. We broke it on your show back in February because I had seen an article that Chuck Baldwin had written concerning Soros and Kushner 
and this unholy entanglement that they're involved in as far as with cadre developments. And we broke it on your network, and we broke it on your show. And when I asked you about it, I said, yeah, sure, go ahead, Ted, talk about it. Because you weren't concerned about what was going to happen as far as blowback. So many people, including alternative talk show hosts that I talked to about this, wouldn't touch the story back in February. In fact, I have one friend of mine who's a nationally known TV evangelist. If I gave you his name, you would know exactly who he is. And he basically, I sent him a text on this information when I was digging it out, and he told me, he sent back to me in capital letters in the text, don't touch this story, stay away from this story, this is, a fun, this is fake news, don't get involved in this. And guys, here's the thing, as alternative news personnel or practitioners or reporters or whatever you want to call us, we have to tell the truth. We have to vet our stories and we have to come in and we have to do the best we possibly can to give the people the information they need to hear. And if we don't do that, then what happens is we're no different than the mainstream media. I know there was another woman, her name was Deborah Tavares. She was going around talking about all the different types of programs that NASA was involved with, which, of course, we know they're involved with Singularity University and also with DARPA. And all of a sudden, she just became strangely silent. I don't know what happened to her. I haven't heard from her now in several years. And the craziest thing about all of this stuff is that's how they take people out. When you start getting too large of a national footprint, when you start getting too many people listening to you, they find ways either through coming after you legally or saying that you did certain things or having them come and have a little talk with you, and they scare you. And this is what's happened with a lot of the alternative news practitioners. I mean, you have to ask yourself a simple question. If you're not going to tell the people the truth and you're going to capitulate and you're going to basically be silenced by the deep state, then who in the world is going to be out there to tell everybody the truth, Doug? That's why I love your show so much. That's why I love Dave Hodges' show and Sheila's show. and That's why so many people listen to my show every day because we're not going to do that. That's why I like Steve Quayle so much because we're all sticking to man Paul McGuire and all these other people that you have on your show on a regular basis because we're the ones that are out there. We're like the tip of the spear right now, and we're not allowing this silence to come over us. And it's sad to me that, you know, we have to go ahead and continually, you know, reassure the listeners that we're going to be here for them in the future because so many people have dropped the ball now and simply walked away. That's why I urge all of you to support alternative media, support Dave Hodges, support Sheila's show. It's like Doug said, when you have more people who subscribe to your channel or more pay-per-views that you get on YouTube and the click counts and all the things that happen, we end up getting more revenue from that, and it allows us to do what we do and to stay in business. I urge you now to go to the Hagman website and, and give Doug $4 or $5 or $10 or $100 or $1,000 and make it a PayPal account. Just just fund him and fund all of these other alternative media people. I mean, the people who order multiple vitamins from us. It helps to fund our 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 show and what we do because guys if the if, if the alternative media is silenced with the Rothschild banking cartels who their interlocking corporate directorships and stock purchases who control 95% either directly or indirectly of all media globally now if they're allowed to continue the sabotean tradition of what they do as far as manipulation of the entire news stories and not allow the people to know the truth we're going to have more and more and more of this mess that's going on in the United States the alternative media is only a small section but the thing about it is we were a small enough section that got big enough Doug that we helped to get Donald Trump elected because people finally realized that we had to do something that if we allowed our country to go down this slippery slope to hell, we weren't going to be able to retrieve it or get it back for the next generation. And guys, we can't let up the pressure now. The Trump movement is not something that we did for Donald Trump. It is a movement that we as the patriots and the nationalists of the United States did for the United States of America. And we have to dislodge the deep state, the CIA, and all of these different alphabet agencies from control. Because, you know, I've told you guys this many times, and I'll say it again. We have given our authority to the United States government through our electoral power process. Now, that electoral power process through the Diebold election machines now has been terribly, terribly 
compromise, including the these these people being compromised in Congress through through pedophilia, through prostitution, through drugs, and all the things they have them on videotape doing. They do what they're told to do now. They're basically lap dogs on a choke chain. But what we need to understand is that if we don't continue to tell the people the truth about what's happening, it's not going to change. But the government has given this information over to the military to control, which has been involved in huge spring events all over us with chemtrails for the last 60, 70 years of these experiments they're doing on us. Then this has been, been, then this has been compromised and been given over to the CIA. And the CIA, they of course go to their wizards and their warlocks and their sabbateans and their witchcraft and all the weird stuff those guys are involved in. Now you think, well, that sounds like weird. It's, hey, it sounds like it's weird to me too. These bunch of sickos is what they are. And they've given this thing over to basically Lucifer. That's how the whole thing breaks down. And now they're trying to connect us with a D-wave computer that's going to connect us directly into an interdimensional interface with this demon. And this is the craziest thing. This is exactly what these things did to us back in Genesis chapter 6 when every thought of every man was evil all of the time. And we've got to stand against that. They tell us what they're going to do before they do it. And we have to either capitulate or we have to say, no, I'm not going to allow you to do that to us. And the more of us to stand up and say, no, we're not going to allow you to do this to us, the more of us are going to realize, hey, we're not going to go quietly into the night. Let me give you something interesting statistic that I, that, I, that I learned today. I didn't even know this one. You always wonder, why in the world are they allowed to spray us like this and do this? So they've conducted hundreds of biochemical warfare experiments on the population of the United States since the 40s and 50s, all the way back with the nuclear stuff that, that they were doing. And this chemtrail, this planetary geoengineering, which we're going to go into detail in, a, in, the next, in the next hour about what they're doing and how they're doing it to us, it's basically simply creating data points based on government tests. Simply everybody who gets sick from chemtrails is a data point as far as these guys are concerned. Back in the 70s, they sprayed San Francisco with basically a germ warfare product, sprayed bacteria, and they caused sickness and one person died. Well, what happened is they, they finally realized that they had a problem with one of these guys had an attorney who was like a son-in-law or a son, and he sued the federal government. And Judge Conte's verdict was handed down on May the 20th, 1981. And here's what it was found was this. They found in favor of the government who had sprayed biologicals on a population that was completely unaware of what was going on. And the, here's what the judge said. The Army has been entitled to spray the population without consent under the discretionary function exemption in the Federal Tort Claims Act. In other words, as long as they were doing experiments and not making a law, they could do whatever they darn wanted to do. This man then appealed this to the U.S. Appeals Court and lost, and then he appealed it to the Supreme Court with similar response. And this is crazy. They even sprayed whooping cough germs over Tampa Bay, infecting people from all over Tampa Bay with whooping cough. And see, now they're actually saying they're going to do this same type of experiment, and they're releasing it over Tucson. I mean, we are living in a Petri dish being controlled by these weirdos and these CIA guys. And the thing about it is, Doug, is that this is why they're allowed to spray us with the chemtrails. This is why they're allowed to continue to do this. If you go to Geoengineering Watch with Dane Whittington, you can go into detail. He knows a lot more about all of this stuff than I do, except for the biologicals. I know a lot more about that than he does. But the crazy thing is this. If we allow these guys to continue to do this to us, Doug, they are literally terraforming the planet. And the reason they're doing that is they're trying to connect us into their smart grids. They're smart because they want to tie us together with what they're doing from an electrochemical standpoint. And we've gone into detail on that on your shows in the past and how they're tying our central nervous system in using basically barium and strontium to create receiving sending units 
from our basically biology and our DNA, which is essentially a step-up transformer Tesla coil. And so this is some crazy stuff that these guys are involved into, but this is their goal, Doug. Their goal is to silence the media, silence the, which they've already silenced the media. Their next goal will be to silence the independent media, and that's why we need to pray for Liz. I continue to pray for you guys on an ongoing basis, and I thank my listeners all of the time for praying for me and for our show, because if we do not continue to stand firm in the truth, Doug, who in the world's going to be out there to tell anybody what's going on? We'll simply be sliding down this slippery slope of global tyranny by this new world satanic order as quickly as they can make it possible. What do you guys think? Amen. I mean, there it is, in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> I mean, we see the evil, you know, constantly increasing and the just the rabid behavior um in the political world and and all sectors of our of our country and not only is are we seeing this you know uh continue to increase we're seeing the the media and, and our society and culture embrace and promote you know this sickness this moral sickness and it, you know it makes you wonder how much how much longer till just everybody's goes off the deep end well, remember what it said in Genesis chapter 6, Joe. Every thought of every man was evil all the time. This is the same thing they had done thousands of years ago in Genesis chapter 6. This is the same thing these, these entities have done. They set up a basically an entire planetary control grid that was being done through the use of pyramids, human sacrifice, ley lines, magnetic ley lines, fields, all of this stuff to control the energy field around the planet, which they feed off of. Now, I'll go into detail on that in just a second. And what happened is when God caused the flood to come and the Earth continent split apart, it shut down their electronic grid system, and they were no longer functioning. They no longer worked. And when that happened, they basically lost control of everything they were doing to the people on the planet, including all of the genetic manipulation that they had done. That's what these entities do. Let's stop right there, Ted. We're, we're, we're coming right up against the break. And, and we'll pick up there when we left, where we left off, folks. You're listening to Dr. Ted Brewer on this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Healthmasters.com is the website. Healthmasters.com. Go there. Check it out. All the nutritional and vitamin supplements you will need. And we're going to get into more into that later with Dr. Ted Brewer on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Greenovative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on the link to Greenovative. But what Greenovative is, it's a small company in Florida. They created something called the GMAG Power Cell. It produces electricity by adding salt water to this unit that recharges rechargeable batteries. It's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It's really neat. Really a, a super device. All right, You need just two teaspoons of ordinary table salt, a little water, but a bang, you're charging your rechargeable batteries. Super GMAG chargeable is affordable. It's lightweight, weighs about 8 ounces. It's durable. It's EMP proof. And it's environmentally friendly. Yeah, that it is. It'll provide safe and convenient power for recharging uh, six AA batteries off the grid. When other power sources aren't available anywhere, anytime, in any weather, day or night, go to greenovative.com. That's greenovative.com. 
Folks, in these uncertain times, it just makes sense to have a sustainable backup method for accomplishing one of life's most important tasks, that's preparing food. This is the way to go. There is nothing better than a Minuteman rocket stove from MinutemanStove.com. We all need a way to cook and a method to process water. I mean, think about it. Think about the many things that could happen to you. Minuteman rocket stove can provide your family or group the perfect solution. It's small, lightweight, wood-burning, and every bit as powerful as a kitchen stove. It's smoke fully self-contained for clean storage and transport. Because it's so efficient, it cuts down on your wood gathering and processing chores to a tenth what would be required if cooking the old-fashioned way over an open fire. So don't rely on gas or fuel stoves. Prepare your family. Prepare for yourself. Order a Minuteman rocket stove today. It's going to make bad times much better. Folks, MinutemanStove.com. MinutemanStove.com. Need I say more? You should have a Minuteman, the survival stove in an MOK. For investors, timberland has become the symbol of safety. Global tropical timber demand continues to surge as the world's population increases. The need for managed, sustainable timber production forests has never been greater. When stock markets crash, trees keep growing. Direct ownership of fully managed tropical timberland acreage is now available to accredited investors. Prime, valuable hardwood groves close to the beautiful Costa Rican border generate and maintain superior long-term wealth. Consider visiting our forest plantations. Qualified accredited investors should go to PreciousTimberProfits.com or dial 855-888-6288 for more information. Call 855-888-6288 or visit PreciousTimberProfits.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288, PreciousTimberProfits.com, PreciousTimberProfits.com. Report to healthmasters.com. Ted Brower is our guest, uh, Dr. Ted Brower. You know, um, uh, Ted and Sharon and his family, Austin, his wife, they've got some new, uh, new pictures out, uh, promo pictures. They're fantastic. And, and you know, so, some people might say, oh my, my goodness, that's vain. No, it's not. You know what it is, is when, um, you take care of your body, when you, when you have, when you, when you ingest supplements that actually work, um, Things happen to your body. You you you, uh, you gain muscle. You lose fat. Uh, your gray hair starts to turn back to its normal color. Um, your systems begin to work uh, as they're supposed to. This is why HealthMasters.com. This is why the only supplements we take are from HealthMasters.com. We believe in this company. We've seen the videos. How the, their products are made. The, the, this the uh, second to none. There, and if you do nothing else, folks, if you do nothing else, everyone, I know everyone does or should be taking a vitamin, um, multivitamin daily. If you're not doing that, please start and do it via healthmasters.com. It helps Ted, it helps us, it helps everyone really stay on the air. Um, healthmasters.com. And, and I can tell you this, I, my life has been positively revolutionized by uh, health Masters Nutritional Supplements. Before we get back to Ted, I want to just direct everyone's attention to PreciousTimber.com. PreciousTimber.com. Alex Wilson, a great friend of the program, uh, he is, uh, he's doing so many things for so many people, third world countries, Nicaragua, uh, 
folks, the uh, the initiatives that uh, Alex Wilson is involved in, they're many, they're incredible. Um, this is a company that's environmentally focused. Now I'm not talking about the you know bogus climate climate change stuff. I'm talking about uh, helping the environment the way it's meant to be. They also have uh, four accredited investors. They've got coconuts, for example. Coconuts, profits, and coconuts. Uh, so many things. Visit PreciousTimber.com PreciousTimber.com and have a look around at their website. We know that there's something for you. Coconuts, from coconuts to other investment potentials, uh, potential invest- investments, it's all there. PreciousTimber.com. Uh, contact Alex Wilson if you have any questions. And let him know you heard it on the Hagman and Hagman Report. HealthMasters.com. Dr. Ted Brower, take it away, sir. Doug, I think it's, by the way, thank you. I, let me give you a little testimony real quick. I had a, I'm up here in Georgia right now and we had to do, I met a subcontractor the other day and I started talking to him and he's a young guy, he's 37 years old and he has a, a problem. He has high blood pressure and as soon as they started him on the high blood pressure medicine, he went impotent. And now he's got the high blood sugar. And so he asked me, he said, I don't know what to do. I got really bad allergies. I've got really bad blood pressure. I've got really bad, you know, my blood sugar is going up. I don't know what to do. And I said, well, there's some natural things that you can do. So he set him up a protocol and he called me up this morning. He started on the products yesterday and he called me up this morning. He goes, my blood sugar has already dropped 10 points in one day. Is that possible? I said, yeah, that's possible. And I said, he said, and my allergies already seem to be much better after one day. Is that possible? I said, yeah, that's possible. And I said, it depends on how complement, how, how, how compliant you are as far as the supplement regimen that you're taking. Cause remember, when you give your body the nutrients that it needs, it will heal itself. That's the most important thing to remember. That's why the U.S. right now is leading the world when it comes to healthcare costs because we are not giving our bodies what it needs. We're taking drugs instead of that. We'll talk about why that's happened. Also, we're going to talk about allergies in children and adults in a few minutes. That's why I want to bring up this, this subcontractor that I was working with is already having tremendous results. But guys, it's just so important that we understand what's going on with the globalists right now. What we're doing is we're, they're trying to develop as technological sub-reality. That's what they're doing. Uh, we talked about this earlier in the show already. And this is all based on smart networks and controlled by technology. You know, Kurzweil basically said now that the human brain is going to be connected to the cloud by 2030 with implants. Uh, humans are going to be thinking, you know, in living into artificial computers, into artificial reality through the D-Wave computer, which will do the thinking for the humans. They want drones. They don't want humans that are going to be using thought and making their own decision. And what we have to understand is this, that this global grid needs to be accessible by everyone, and that's why they're using these chemtrails and the aluminum and the barium, because they're trying to connect us, because they would increase the transmitting quality of the Stratosphere. Before then, this high, the ionosphere was carrying so many electric charges to bring it back down to Earth. This is part of the transhuman agenda. The entire Earth in Wi-Fi. This is why they're actually doing sub-Saharan Africa with satellites to bathe sub-Saharan Africa with satellite uh, with, with with Wi-Fi. Now, the reason they're doing this is when they track you and they ingest, but they give you the smart dust and you start becoming a receiving sending unit through your central nervous system, they can track the slave race, which is what we've become on this planet. We're basically given slave trackers. We call them iPhones and cell phones, etc. And now that wasn't good enough because slaves have a tendency to escape or to take the batteries out of the machine. They will put these trackers into us personally. That's why they're doing this is going to affect everything because we're going to be in an environment that's filled with electromagnetic radiation. And they want to change this by 
spraying us constantly. That's why all of these other stories in the media are important. The thing, especially with Seth Rich, that's really, really important. All the stuff that they're doing with Trump right now, that's really, really important. But the sub-reality is that we've got a group of these weirdos that are doing this to us through the CIA, through these Sabbateans, through this D-Wave computer that are trying to change the entire planet to terraform it, so to speak. So to speak, that's exactly why they're doing it. These smart, we're teaching us how to wear smart watches and Google glasses because they want to get all of this, all these devices on the body, and now they're getting them in the body. You know, they're out people out there in Sweden now. They're actually taking chip implants, so when they go to work in the morning, the doors will open automatically for them. This is what it's all about. Now, this is so important that we understand this. And now the next thing that I want to talk about is how they're using these sacrifices, which they're doing everything they possibly can to cover up, of these children. I mean, this organ trafficking and this child trafficking. So many of these children are being trafficked out of Haiti and out of the third world countries are being being used for ritual, satanic sacrifice, and for organ harvesting. In fact, I had a guest on who used to work for the CIA several weeks ago on my show, and he said it's unbelievable. The weapons, the cash, the drugs, the human trafficking, the organ trafficking, all of the stuff these guys are involved in. I mean, think about this. We bring a trillion dollars worth of Heroin into the United States out of Afghanistan every Afghanistan every single year into the U.S. That's bigger than the automobile industry. I mean, a trillion dollars a year, and that's what's funding the shadow government through the Exchange Stability Fund. Which there's a really good series, Doug and Joe. I think you guys probably have watched it. It's like a six-part series on the Exchange Stability Fund that's available on YouTube completely for free. They're like eight or nine minutes apiece. You can start with number one and work your way through it. And in 1934, this group, this banking group, this elite banking group, these Rothschilds, these Sabbateans, they came in and they took over the treasury of the United States through this exchange stability fund through the Federal Reserve Bank. And when this happened, it gave them the money and the ability to run enough money through the banks, through this drug trafficking. They said that many of the New York banks, they're so involved in laundering the money, this trillion dollars, that if this money was taken away from them, Doug and Joe, they would simply go bankrupt. So it's something that's going on right under our noses that we're not even aware of that these guys are involved in all of this stuff. Now, what you always find out is this. When you get up to the higher levels of society, you know, with the, with the royalty and these people that are running a lot of things, you always find a much higher concentration of pedophiles in the upper level of society. You always have to understand that because remember, this reality that we live in is a frequency band of visible light. It's kind of like being in a radio station on a dial. Let's say if we want to tune into 91.1. You know, 91.5 won't come in or 89.1 won't come in, but 91.1 comes in. Well, that's the frequency that we live on. But connecting to our frequency are multiple other dimensions and different types of frequencies. And this is what we've talked about so many times on your show. Now, these angels and these demons, they live at a different wavelength, a different bandwidth, so to speak, and they feed off of human energy. That's like the Bible says that the, that Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who may devour. devour. It's kind of like the movie The Matrix. There's a sub-reality going on with us that these guys are trying to manipulate and control, and they're doing this through their demonic sacrifice. This was taught to them by the fallen angels and the Druidic worship way back in the book of Genesis and also in the book of Enoch. It goes into detail on how they do all of this stuff as far as why they do it. This demonic force feeds off of human energy. It basically turns the dial as close as it can to us to get as much energy from us as they possibly can. They live on the negative energy. They want wars. They want addiction. They want hatred. They want bitterness. They want envy. They want all of this stuff. 
but they don't want love and joy and peace. They don't want that. That's why Jesus says perfect love casts out fear. They want fear. That's why so much of the media is always fear-mongering. And that's why I know on your show and my show, we try not to do that. We try to do the best we possibly can to make our shows as edifying and uplifting as we possibly can. And we tell people how to combat all of this stuff without having to go into this negative, negative energy, which is extremely draining. Now, this pedophile, sabotane elite, that this is that they're possessed primarily by these demons, and I believe that demon possession is very real. And if you don't believe that, why don't you listen to Rush Dizdar a little bit and let him talk to you? They want to have this prepubescent energy. They want to feed on a child's energy when it's in its most pure state. That's why they're doing all of these rituals on children. You know, look in the Old Testament, Doug, Joe. Look at look at the sacrifices to Baal and to Moloch. They were always sacrificing their children. They were sacrificing their babies. They were sacrificing their children, you know, throughout the entire Old Testament. And God got so fed up with these guys that were doing that. He says, why do you guys continually provoke me and do all of this stuff? This stuff needs to stop. They want the energy of children. The young virgins that were sacrificed, we read about with the, with the Aztecs and all these other races that were here before us in the, in the continental United States and in South America, they fact sacrificed all of these, they said young virgins. Well, they were young virgins, all right. They were probably three and four year old children and they were girls. You know, women are actually held in that captivity and they're called breeders. And these children that these women have are sacrificed to control and to feed this subreality. This is what Satanism is. It's the interaction with these demons and this subreality that is all around us. That's why the Bible says, you know, this stuff is around us, that our battle is not with flesh and blood, but all of these other forces. And what happens during these sacrifices, they create what's called an energetic gateway where these demons can actually manifest. And we've seen this repeatedly in videos that we've watched, even in church services when evangelists will actually cast out demons. And this coming into these people and coming into this reality creates huge amounts of energy for these guys. It requires huge amounts of energy. And one type of energy, if you read in Newton's Laws of Physics, is heat energy. And what's interesting about this, this is why a lot of times when these demons come into a room or they manifest, the room will go cold. You know, there's testimonies of countless people who have actually been involved with working with casting out demons and they say when the demon enters the entire room goes ice cold you feel a dramatic chill in temperature that's because the energy that's being drained from the environment to let this demon do this to manifest is causing the temperature of the room to drop I remember a few years ago I was up here in Georgia with a realtor friend of mine and Sharon and we were walking, we were driving around we went by this back country road I mean in the middle of nowhere it looked like something you'd see on a horror movie and all of a sudden I felt a deep chill come over me and I felt something and I looked at Sharon I said something bad's going on here and, and then, we, then we passed through it and, and, the, and the girl was with us her name was Marcia she goes what do you mean I said I feel something Something's happened. Something has scarred the envelope of space-time in this area right here. Something bad happened here, whether it was yesterday, 10 years ago, 100 years ago. It's something has happened. And see, and this is what we have. This is why the Holy Spirit allows us to feel these things and to know these things, because when God's frequency comes in us, it changes us, and it allows us to resonate with His frequency. So it tunes us in. Like if the frequency of God is 91.1, when you become a Christian, you basically get tuned in to 91.1 frequency, and you become filled with the Holy Spirit. And when you start to wander away from that particular channel or that particular frequency, you can feel that you're doing something wrong. That's why God said he wrote his laws on our hearts through the Holy Spirit. This ritual abuse draws the energy 
basically out of this child. And this is what they do. They want to take as much energy from this child as they possibly can. Many leadership families around the world, including the royal families, which we mentioned earlier, are involved in these types of sacrifices. These are the bloodlines of the Benindi Nephilim. They call themselves the sons of the fallen. These are the leadership rulers of the planet who've been continually breeding with their own bloodlines for thousands of years to try to maintain the purity of their satanic genetics. This is some crazy stuff, Doug. But these people have no empathy these satanic bloodlines. They like to create world wars. They don't care if they go into Iraq and kill a million people. They have no emotional consequence because they have no empathy, no compassion. The compassion of the empathy is the fail-safe mechanism of human behavior. That's why God tells us to do unto others as we'd have them do unto us. It creates a fail-safe mechanism in children when you teach them that to not want to do things that are bad to other human beings or to animals. But these people who are involved in all of these different occult ceremonies, Doug, they don't have an empathy. They don't have feeling like that. These are the groups that are running the world and committing these sacrifices that involved in all this child pedophile behavior. That's why they Ambulatory psychopaths. That's exactly Sorry. right. Ambulatory That's psychopaths. Yeah. That is exactly right. That is exactly right. Because like you and I would say, uh, they would never do this, but we know they do. No, the truth of the matter is, and to your listeners, we, you and me, Doug, we would never do this. These people do this all the time. Because when they drink these children's blood, when all these molecules and fear molecules are in here, they literally get a rush which feeds these demons. And so that's why we have to understand that it's this 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 these group of people that are doing this, that are running the planet, who don't want us to have love and live life, you know, honestly with truth and with empathy because they want us to reduce the empathy. And one of the ways they've been doing this, and guys, let me share something with you, is through the violent video games that they've been programming the children with. You know, I remember years ago I spoke to a full bird colonel who was who worked who worked actually in computer warfare. I won't give you her name. Her grandfather was one of the top generals in the Korean War, and this lady's a friend of mine, and she told me that she basically worked with soldiers and troops and so they learned how to train them having them play like the warfare video games to reduce the empathy when it came to killing people because after they've killed two or three thousand people in a video game their sub-reality changes their empathy changes and allows them to do what needs to be done on the battlefield without having to think about the consequences or the moral implications of it Doug so what do you think? I'm not sure what I'm not sure I can hand anything to that. I, I mean, there it is laid out for you, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's it's just that simple, or, or it's that exquisitely evil. I don't know. I, I guess they're not mutually exclusive. So, well, yeah, you know, it, it, uh, it, it, and it goes back to all the other stuff that we talked about, Doug. You've got all of this stuff that's being used to change the populations through epigenetics. And here's what's interesting about this: what epigenetics is. It's basically how certain things that happen in the environment are transferred through generations. Uh, let me give you an example. The simian 40 vaccine, which was given to the polio vaccine back in the 60s, it was a basically a live monkey cancer cell from the kidneys of a monkey that was given to us orally, and we ingested this live cells. And when that happened, we had a huge increase in brain, breast, and bone cancer in the United States. 100 million people were given this, 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 this virus on purpose. On purpose. It was tested on us. And what's happened now, we have this huge increase of cancer in the United States. But here's what's even more interesting. The simian 40 vaccine test stuff has no longer been given for decades and decades and decades. But the children and the grandchildren of the people who were given this have that in their DNA and in their genetics. When they get tested for it, they test positive for it even though they were never given it to them. They changed our DNA and incorporated this stuff into our DNA, which was transmitted 
through childhood and through childbirth to the next generation. Is that crazy or what? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, fri- it's, it's frightening. And, uh, and that's why they're doing this to us, and that's why they're doing the GMO stuff to us. Now, on my show today, I told everybody we're going to talk about what we just talked about with this, with this DEMA stuff, which I don't like talking about because it's so unbelievably negative. I'd rather Ted. talk yeah, go ahead, Doug. Joe. Just re- just real quick before we before we get away from this subject, you know, when we talk about the mark of the beast, when we talk about um, you know this this technocracy rising, um, you know AI, a lot of people, and even with chemtrails and and vaccines, wonder the effects it has these things have on our DNA, and to what extent. I mean, everybody knows that who reads scripture that when you take the mark of the beast, that you're you know, basically wholly turned over to evil, and then there's that there's no redemption from that. And you know, a lot of people will go and say that the DNA that that transfers or changes your DNA in some way. Um, and I guess there wouldn't be a, a question here except to say things like, how far could they change your DNA from you know external forces, uh, whether it's you know the the stuff that's in the food, the air, the water. Um, how, how big of an effect can they, these well, things have uh, on your DNA? Great, great question, Joe. But first of all, let me give the Christians hope, because what happens is this, and I and I and I discussed this. In fact, it was the biggest show we've ever done with you guys. We talked about the blood of Christ. You know, we never could understand, or I never could understand, why you know the blood was so important, because you know the satanic groups use the same. They use blood in their sacrifices. And what I learned, and I started, and God actually revealed this to me one day during a prayer, that what happens is this. The reason the blood of Jesus was so important is because it's interdimensional. If you take the blood out of a human being, let's say here in Florida or in Georgia, and you transfer a pint of that blood and you keep it alive and you send it down to Australia on an overnight express and you keep it at the perfect temperature oxygenated, and you have the person in Florida or Georgia watch a scary movie and they release fear molecules, the blood in Australia will release the same fear molecules. Now, when that happens, it's because there's a quantum connection in this. We have our bodies, our, our minds, everything have what's called quantum entanglement with other people. That's why so many times when you pick up a telephone to call somebody, you pick up the phone, happened to be just the other day, and that person's already on the other line. When you pick up the line, it didn't even ring. You picked it up, and they're on the phone. That's called quantum entanglement. Uh, what happened with me, I remember years ago, uh, 12 years ago, my mom died, and you're always very quantumly entangled with your mother because you were in her for so many years. Because remember, your mom's eggs were given to her at birth, her, her the eggs that she reproduces herself with, and they basically become fertile as she reaches puberty, and they they cycle through the ovul through the through the ovulation cycle, one egg sometimes two eggs a month, and then what happens is after she runs out of eggs or her hormones change, she stops ovulating and she's no longer capable of reproduction. But those eggs were with her from the very beginning. So my mom was born in 1916, so that my egg was with her in 1916 when she was born. And yes, my mom was would be over 100 years old now. My dad would be, gosh, 116 years old now, because I'm, I'm 61 years old. And, and so what happens is this. Because of quantum entanglement, because you're tied to your mother, a lot of times if something goes wrong with you, your mother feels it. Sometimes when something goes wrong with your mother, you feel it. The night my mom died, I'll never forget this. I didn't know she was dying because I had not been informed that hospice had been called in. And what, because my sister had power of attorney, I have a very bad relationship with my sister. 
And so what ended up happening is I remember 4 o'clock in the morning, I woke up with having nightmares and dreams of my mom and being raised in a childhood and all this other kind of stuff that we went through. And I woke up soaking wet, and I, and I was in the bathroom at like at 5 o'clock in the morning, just dripping wet. Sharon said, are you okay? You were even tossing for the past two hours. And I said, yeah. I said, I've got to go up to St. Louis this morning, and I've got to do a big seminar tonight. And I said, the problem is, I said, I'm exhausted. I don't know what's going on. I feel absolutely horrible. I had this crazy dream last night in the last couple of hours, and I couldn't shake it. You couldn't get rid of the dream. Well, what happens, I get on the airplane. Later on that day, I get to St. Louis around 3 o'clock, and around 3 o'clock, our nanny calls us up because Sharon was with me, and she goes, Ted, are you in a place where you can handle something? I need to have you sit down. I said, no, go ahead. Nikki, her name was Nikki. I said, go ahead and, and talk to me. What's going on? She goes, your mom died this morning at 4 o'clock. And so it was quantum entanglement that allowed me to know that happened. Now, that's all this stuff that we're learning about the universe and how it works and how energy is transmitted. And we're all quantumly entangled. We're quantumly entangled with Christ because when we become a Christian, his blood is continually being spilled on the cross because he remains a sacrifice for all times for us because God is omnipresent. He's at the beginning of the universe. He's also on the cross, and he's also at the end of the universe because he's in all time zones. He doesn't wear a wristwatch. He is omnipresent. He's everywhere all at once. And so God's blood, Jesus' blood, continues to spill a perfect DNA frequency to us as Christians, which restores us to the righteousness of God through Christ. So as long as we're saved and we're Christians, we're being continually restored by God. Now what they're doing is this. They're trying to make taking the mark of the beast or taking an implant or taking these things they want you to take as a normal thing. And see, our generation, we know enough about Christianity. We say, no, we don't want to be involved with all of this stuff. But Europe has already been secularized. There are most of the people in Europe don't even go to church anymore. They don't even know what Genesis or Revelation or the books say and anything about the mark of the beast. Because what they want, they want willing participants in this. They want you to willingly allow yourself to be basically sacrifice to the beast and have your DNA changed. They want you to willingly take this mark. It's kind of like the old adage, when the vampire comes to your house, you have to invite him in. If you tell him to go away, he can't come through the front door. That's their mantra. That's their white magic with these Sabbateans, these Druids, if you want to call them, is actually what they are. They've been around. This is the synagogue of Satan that, that, that Jesus called out in the book of John and also in the book of Revelation. This is what these guys are. These guys control the sub-reality through their sacrifice and through their energy fields, and they've been doing so for, for, for eons. I mean, when Moses came and threw his staff down, it basically turned into a snake in front of Pharaoh, but then the Pharaoh's magicians turned right around. They threw their staff down and turned it into a snake. And the reason they were able to do that is they could change physical reality because of their incantations. And all of this stuff was passed down through the generations, through the Druids, through all of this stuff, and it all originally came from Genesis chapter 6 in the book of Enoch when these fallen angels taught these human beings how to do this. These were the wizards and the warlocks and these people in the dark ages that were supposedly involved in all of these crazy things. <coughs> which to us, they're crazy. To them, they're normal. So as long as we have the blood of Jesus, which continually sends its healing frequency through us through time space, because remember... A scalar wave is produced by our DNA, and that's how it connects with the other side of the planet so quickly. There is no distance variable in a scalar wave. Here's how you figure out what is, here's, here's a simple way of looking at a scalar wave. If you take two radio waves and you lay them on top of each other like a Bose headset does to cancel out the radio or the sound waves, if you do that, you create a longitudinal wave. You create two longitudinal waves, you lay them on top of each other, which now requires six satellites or six, six dishes, you then are able to create a scalar wave. And scalar waves can transmit information through time space.
space instantaneously. So if you pray, you create a scalar wave. When you pray, if you pray for to God, if he's in Alpha Centauri or wherever you're praying to, wherever God happens to be at that time, of course, he's omnipresent, so he's everywhere. I'm using that as an example. Then it goes there instantaneously through prayer. So that's why Christ's blood continues through scalar wave transmission to continually restore us interdimensionally through all time space. That's how salvation works, because we become the righteousness of God through Christ, because we're changed. So, Joe, if you're a Christian and you're born again, and you don't, you do not willingly take the mark of the beast to worship Lucifer, and you say, "I'm not going to let you do this to me," you're not going to be changed. You're not going to be damned. Right. What the Bible talks about in, in the Book of Revelation is these people that are going to line up. They're going to line up. They're going to line up to get their chips. They're going to line up to get their implants. They're going to line up to be connected to the D-Wave computer. They're going to line up to have their intelligence boosted. They're going to line up intentionally to accept the mark of the beast. That's what God's talking about in the book of Revelation, because these people will, as you said earlier, have their DNA forever changed because they don't have the restorative ability of the blood of Christ coming in and continually restoring them back to the righteousness of God through Christ. That's what's going to happen to these guys. So it's going to be bad. Amen, Ted. And we're, we're perfect timing with that. We're right up against the break, folks. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Ted Brewer of HealthMasters.com on this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We will be right back after these short messages. Don't go anywhere. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. There shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Folks, I'm going to direct your attention to masterpreps.com, masterpreps.com. Wow. Uh, masterpreps.com, uh, the sponsor of our show, masterpreps.com. That's masterpreps.com. Take a visit there. High-quality items, made-in-America items. I mean, anything, everything you possibly want from uh, cooking uh, utensils, uh, cooking frying pans. To, I mean, it is, it'll blow you away. Absolutely, Erickson. It's insane. I mean, wow. Look at the products. Folks, visit masterpreps.com. Again, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report family. Masterpreps.com. I mean, wow, it's insane. Masterpreps.com. Are you ready for what comes next? Hi, I'm Grace Gonzalez from Caring Close in the Woods. We are an American family-owned company founded and built on skills and knowledge gained from responding to 18 major disasters in the U.S. and around the world. We found that most people don't have enough food and water to survive, let alone any medicinals to save their life. We're offering 25% off our must-have American Heritage Army's kit. It contains 12 homeopathic armies, a booklet that goes over everything in your kit, and our brand new book, Major Disasters Lessons Learned. Just enter coupon code HAGMAN. In life or a disaster, you must be able to take care of yourself. You may not be a medical doctor, and your grandmother and your great-grandmother probably weren't either. But they still knew how to minister to their family's health issues. And so can you. Check out our American Heritage Army's kit at www.changewithwoods.com. Your life may depend on it. (laughs) 
Hello, everyone. This is Joe Charles, the guy whose voice is heard announcing for the Hagman and Hagman Report right here on YouTube and across the Global Star Radio Network. There have been many people wondering whose music is being played during those breaks. Well, you guessed it. And we're very pleased to announce that all that music and 11 brand new songs from the CD New Jerusalem is set for release on April 10th for download on iTunes. That means you can help support my ministry and be blessed by this awesome, inspiring recording. I have been fortunate to work with some phenomenal musicians from around the world that helped us put this recording together in the studio. Simply go to joecharlesmusic.com and click on the iTunes link. Or, if you'd rather have a CD, we'll send one right out to you. Just leave me your email and we'll get right back to you. And thanks to Doug and Joe Hagman for making this all possible. God bless. so thankful that each and every one of you are tuned in listening to us tonight. Please tell a friend about our about our broadcast. Tell a friend about uh, all the, the lineup on Global Star Radio Network, including the Ted Brower, Austin Brower Show. It's a fantastic show. Tune in, of course, daily to Ted and his son, Austin. You know, I like to say that we're that the Hagman Hagman Report is a premier father-son investigative reporting team um, on, on the uh, on the radio. Uh, but, but Ted and Austin have a great dynamic. Um, the only thing that separates us, is, of course, is uh, the investigator status. Not that that makes any difference. Uh, but Ted and Austin do a great job on their show. I listen to it daily. I'm about three, still about three shows behind. I can never catch up, but the information they deliver on their radio show, on their broadcast is just second to none. Uh, and that's right here on the Global Star Radio Network. So I want to thank them. Uh, their home base, of course, healthmasters.com. And if you haven't done so already, please order their, order your multiple vitamins from Health Masters. And you're, you're going to get hooked because you're going to feel a whole lot different. I know we have. Uh, before we get back to Ted, I just want to mention that um, earlier today, Anthony Weiner uh, tearfully pled guilty to sexting a minor, apologizing in court to the teenage victim and blaming his own, quote, destructive impulses for the prison time that now awaits him. And, of course, the federal judge in New York, uh, District Court in New York, accepted Weiner's admission to sending sexually explicit text to a minor across state lines. And, as part of the uh, plea agreement, Weiner agreed not to appeal any sentence, listen to this, between 21 and 27 months in prison. So, uh, I got a feeling it's going to be 23 and a half months uh, that he'll get. And he also must register as a sex offender. Yeah, sex offender wiener. Okay. Uh, and just hours later, Huma Abedin filed for divorce from the uh, to-be-yet-to-be-registered uh, sex offender, Anthony Weiner. Uh, you talk about a, a disgrace and a despicable individual. Um that's, in my personal opinion, uh, is Anthony Weiner. I just, I, you know, but, but, but the second question about that is, what about the findings from his computer? I've been, I've been pushing as hard as I can all my contacts in my PD, uh, for some, some, tell us, tell us, release the emails, even if, even if even if you have to take one for the team, release the emails, the 650K, 650,000 emails. Release them to the public, even even if they can trace it back to you. Send it to WikiLeaks. Do whatever, but please do so. 
Greenovative.com. Greenovative.com is the place to go for the uh, GMAG Super charged battery. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Greenovative has got the best battery charger on the market um, in terms of uh, it's portable. It has no moving parts. It just takes salt and water and the uh, pucks that go with the Greenovative power cell, GMAG power cell. And now Alan Riggs, the owner, of course, has gotten uh, has created a device that actually it's it's more power for the batteries. It's yeah, they, uh, the Alan Riggs over at Green Innovative figured out a way to triple the output of the power pucks for the battery charger, and now each pair of power pucks will charge 300 batteries instead of just over the 100 batteries from the previous power pucks, which is a tremendous improvement at a savings to you. Folks, visit greenovative.com and see what they have that could help you in your or any emergency with their saltwater-powered battery charges chargers and um we can't just think of you know when the world ends or you know uh when the tribulation comes when the country collapses this is a a convenient and easy uh preparation that will allow you to make power anytime anywhere in any weather day or night and once you get the the gmag charger all you need to do is replace the power pucks and again they just found out that they can triple the uh, amount of batteries that are being charged. It's affordable, convenient, and it offers you portable power for any situation. That's greenovative.com. Let's get back to our guest, Dr. Ted Brewer from healthmasters.com. Uh, Dr. Ted, right after right the last segment, you uh, summed up very nicely um, you know, the questions about the DNA and, and the mark of the beast. Where where do you want to go from here? Well, I want to address the thing with Wiener real quick. Remember Ken LaHaye from Enron? Dog Joe, yeah, <laughs> and Ron. Remember that billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars were defrauded from the taxpayers in California as far as utility costs, and then of course we know that the evidence for against Enron was being held in the FBI headquarters there in Building Number Seven in Washington or in New York City that came down during the trade towers. So no, the, no further prosecution was done with all these other people that involved, and Ken LaHaye took the fall. Now, think about this for a second with Wiener. Ken LaHaye was going to start singing like a canary because he ended up basically getting sentenced, and suddenly he goes to his jail sentence, says his jail said his jail after he's being sentenced and he's dead minutes later, hours later, immediately cremated, no autopsies ever done and never be heard of again. Now, personally, I believe, this is my own opinion, that Ken LaHaye had a doggone fail-safe and he didn't have a whole bunch of information dumped to the media if something happened to him where he went to jail. And I think what happened with this boy is he got himself some plastic surgery and he's living somewhere in a third-world non-extradition country uh, for the rest of his life. That's what I think. Now, the same thing is true. They don't want Wiener to start singing like a canary. Suddenly, he pleads guilty to sexting, so there's no long to drawn out trial on this. Suddenly his wife divorces him. Suddenly now he's no longer available for the media to talk to about his computer. And suddenly now he's going to go in jail. Now we already know that when people go to jail and they're sexual perverts with children, especially they don't last very long unless he goes to a minimum security facility. But I would not be surprised, Doug, if Wiener suddenly turns up dead. Also he's quickly cremated with no autopsy and he lives his life out after he sees a plastic surgeon in a third world country. I mean, this is how these people work. Work, Doug, and if I'm wrong, correct me. Have you seen him? He's going to need a team of plastic surgeons to change <laughs> that uh, face. Yeah, uh, but but I, it's interesting. I, yeah. Yeah. No, and, and, and you know, 
Yeah, Kenneth Lay, uh, 20, uh, 64 years old, died at 64. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's an incredible story that you brought up with the Enron Corporation. Um, the, the whole the securities fraud, 10 counts. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right, man. You're right. But the thing about it, I mean, they, no. they shut, they shut Ken Lay up. He's going to go to jail. Yep. Wasn't going to talk to any reporters. Yep. And suddenly he's dead within hours after sentencing. And then all of a sudden now Wiener's basically going to jail. And I would not be surprised. This is exactly like with SEAL Team 6, when what happened with Osama bin Laden, where that's false, that's false killing of Osama bin Laden under Obama and Clinton. And I told my wife, I said, these boys are dead. She goes, what do you mean they're dead? I said, SEAL Team 6 is dead. I said, they're going to get killed. And said, what, three, four months later, their helicopter blew up, killed a bunch of the team members. I mean, this is how these guys work. They don't want a bunch of swift boat people running around like they did with John Kerry, Skull and Bones boy. They don't want people saying, hey, what a low-life John Kerry was in Vietnam and what he did, and talking about him during the election process. They've got to maintain and control the narrative. And when you get a loose cannon on deck like Jim, like Wiener, who's got this computer now that's been seized, like you said, with 650,000 pages of information on it, you know, with that Umadine was basically keeping in her personal file, supposedly to prevent herself from being killed by Clinton if all of this stuff started coming out. All of a sudden now, they don't want anybody involved with any of that to sing like a canary to the media. So let's see what happens with Wiener. Let's see if anything goes wrong with him. Let's see if this show tonight stops them from doing that, that we've already called them out in advance. Let's find out what these guys are willing to do in the deep state to this guy who's deeply, deeply involved with those Podesta emails, with the Wiener emails, with sexting, these perversions that they're involved in, all of this stuff. Now, I also talked about today on the show, on my show, that I want to cover allergies with children and why so many children have allergy problems in the United States now and they're not happening around the world I'm talking about milk, eggs, soy peanuts and wheat are the primary allergens with kids and I want to talk about why it's so important because guys listen to me when God restores us and restores our DNA to the righteousness of God through Christ, it doesn't mean that toxins in the environment aren't going to affect us. It doesn't mean if you happen to step out in front of a semi-truck and you didn't see the truck coming that you're not going to get killed. It doesn't mean that you don't have to be careful. The biggest problem that we have is that so many people, they think they can eat or do whatever they want to do, Doug, for as long as they want to do it, and nothing's going to affect them or their health, and they can continue to treat their body like a garbage scow. I remember years ago, to Savannah, she's 14 years old now, my youngest daughter, she went to a place over in Lakeland, it was a uh, like a uh, Oktoberfest, it was like a, a fun time with the kids instead of having Halloween and she went and she had a cupcake that had red dye or blue dyes on it and I remember, all of a sudden I see her, she's got splotches all over her face, all of a sudden her throat is swelling shut, we had to get her on Benadryl immediately to prevent her from having to be hospitalized and I thought to myself, what in the world was so toxic in these chemicals that she put in her body that allowed her body to do this? Austin, the same thing happened to him when he was a little kid. He's back in the late 80s, early 90s. He drank some red punch in some beverage they had at the same church, by the way, and he got deathly ill from that and had, and basically was, it was coughing for almost six months. So I started doing research on what's going on with our food supply and why so many kids have so many allergy problems, Doug and Joe. And I want everybody, if they haven't heard any, if all the other stuff that we've talked about tonight has been a little bit too weird for you, well, guys, to be honest with you, it's a little bit too weird for me, too. I don't like talking about a lot of that stuff on a regular basis just because I know about it. I mean, I want to focus on it, but I understand how a lot of this deep state stuff works from this child's stuff, 
And again, if you want more detail on any of this stuff, and if you don't think this is real, listen to Russ Dizdar. He'll get you cued in really, really quick, because I know, Doug, you work with Russ a lot in these cases of this ritual, satanic, child abuse stuff that they're involved in, or that these these elites are in. But let's talk about why this is going on and why so many people have so many allergy problems. Now, I'm going to cover the immunization aspect of this in a few moments, and it's going to tie together with it. So everybody stay with me for a few moments. I want to tell you why you're having so many allergy issues. Now, we have to figure out how in the world can a child not have any allergies back in the 80s, 70s, and 60s, and all of a sudden in the late 80s and 90s, these start having huge amounts of peanut allergies and all these other food allergies. What we have to realize is that right now, 1 in 17 children have a food allergy in the United States. From 1997 to 2002, we developed huge amounts of peanut allergies. Right now, we have a 267% increase in hospitalization and ER visits from food allergies with children's throats swelling shut. Now, what we have to understand is that bodies see foreign proteins as foreign invaders. And so when we have something we put into our body that's a protein, it would be, either be it's an immunization or something that we're eating and our bodies aren't used to it, our DNA, our body responds through the macrophages in the system and they release white blood cells and they see this thing as an invading th- something or another. They don't know what it is. They just know that God didn't put it here. It's not supposed to be here. So the body starts to release cytokines, which are chemical messengers, for the macrophages to come and to to destroy this particular food, causing a hyperreaction or a histamine response, causing this child to throat to swell shut, and all of these things happen simultaneously in the body with these severe allergy reactions. So we have to ask ourselves, why suddenly has food become toxic to children? Well, let me tell you how this happened. Back in the 1990s, new proteins were engineered to our food supply to maximize profitability to manufacturers. A lot of this was done through Monsanto, through the use of different types of GMO products they were putting into the foods themselves to increase crop yield. Now, remember, no human trials were done. Now, the reason no human trials were done with any of this stuff was because of the tobacco industry. Now, this is something else that a lot of you are unaware of. Tobacco was basically, you know, put onto the market without human trial studies because they said there was substantial equivalence to facilitate approval processes with no human trials. That's the term they use, substantial equivalence to facilitate approval of process with no human trials. So the tobacco companies were used as a template to model this, like they're doing the chemtrails with, with, the, with the court case that we talked about earlier. In other words, they said, well, you haven't proven to us that these products are toxic, so we're not going to stop them from going onto the market, even though they refuse to do human trials with this. So what? here's what happened. In 1994, Monsanto developed bovine growth hormone. This is when they started injecting cows with this hormone, causing cows to produce more milk, but it also caused mastitis in the udders. They caused the cows to have to go on huge amounts of antibiotics. Dozens of other governments around the world said absolutely no to Monsanto and their bovine growth hormone. The United States said, yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Well, they're used to experimenting on us anyhow, so why do they care? I mean, pretty much every European country and countries all around the world, including New Zealand, said, no, absolutely not. You're not going to bring these products into our countries using these hormones, this bovine growth hormone. This is why 
why I mentioned earlier in the show with the investigators' report, when they were going to do a show on Monsanto and bovine growth hormone back in the 90s to try to show everybody how poisonous and toxic this particular product was, they suddenly said, hey, you know, we're not going to air that show and we're going to sue you or drop the advertising for all of the other products that we advertise on your show because you can't talk about this. You can't warn the people because you can't prove this because their double-blind studies haven't been done causing this product to basically be proven that it'll kill people or cause all of these problems. Now, listen to these statistics that happened after that. So, ask yourself a question. How many glasses of milk have you given your children? How many sippy cups of milk have you given your little kids? How many bowls of cereal have you given your husband or your other kids with this Monsanto bovine growth hormone? That's why it's so important that we don't allow ourselves to eat milk or drink milk products contaminated with bovine growth hormone. That's why back in the 90s, Doug, when I saw this happening, we put together our list of the top 10 foods never to eat. And number eight on my top 10 list back 20, over 20 years ago was high-fat dairy products that was non-organic because of bovine growth hormone. You listen to my old tapes that we did on YouTube, and I talk about it you know, 20, 30 years ago because I realized how important it was to eat organic. And then when this came out 23 years ago, I started talking about the bovine growth hormone. Now, what it also does, which nobody bothered to tell anybody, it has a cause massive increases in breast, prostate, and colon cancer. USA has the highest cancer rates in the world. In Japan, if you if you come from Japan and you move to the United States, which has one of the lowest cancer rates, by the way, suddenly your cancer rates become that of the United States. Why is that? Because it's environmentally induced. One out of two men, 50% of the male population gets cancer sometime in their life. One out of three women get cancer. But here's what's interesting with breast cancer. One out of eight women will get breast cancer in the United States during their life. But 90% of those women who get breast cancer, their breast cancers are environmentally triggered, which means it's something that they're doing in their body that's causing the breast cancer. So if you have a million women diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer in the United States, 900,000 of those women could have been prevented by changing the environmental standards in which they live, the foods they put into the body, and the supplements they're taking. That's why uh, last a couple of years ago, I remember Katie from Dave Hodges' show, she used to be a co-host with him, she called me up and she had breast cancer. She was working with an oncologist out there in Colorado and working with another nutrition doctor out in Colorado to try to help her to figure out what to do with her breast cancer. And I told her, I said, Katie, there's some things that you could do to massively improve your immune system. And I gave her a list of things to do to increase her immune system to help fight the cancer. And she was able to, working with her doctor out there, to completely get rid of the breast cancer, Doug and Joe, without taking any chemotherapy or radiation. But now I want to warn the ladies right now who are listening to me who just heard me say that. Katie was extremely vigilant in what she was doing. She did exactly what she was supposed to do with the doctor that she was working with out in Denver. And she followed the protocol exactly the way it was laid out for her. It's very complicated, and it's also very expensive to take that many supplements every single day. But what it does is a natural treatment protocol. The problem is the insurance companies don't cover it. So it's out of pocket. It's all out of pocket. In fact, I remember Dave raised close to $20,000 for Katie for this treatment that she went through, but she was able to completely recover from the cancer without having to do the chemotherapy or the radiation. And her doctor could not understand how in the world that was even possible. But guys, listen to me. Look at coffee. Coffee contains a component called the methylxanthine. Coffee actually increases the risks of fibroid tumor formation in breast tissue in women, and a lot of researchers feel it increases the risks of breast cancer in women, including myself. I believe that it does. 
Alcohol is the same thing. It increases the risk of pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, cirrhosis of liver, liver alcoholism, and breast cancer in women. Not having sufficient quantities of potassium iodide in your diet causes a massive increase of breast cancer. Everybody listening needs to be taking at least 12.5 milligrams of potassium iodide every single day. We have a nascent iodide that we use. It's molecular iodide. It's phenomenal. It's like $20. It's super inexpensive at healthmasters.com. It's the best on the market, and it gives you 12.5 milligrams per day. If you do that with the vitamin D3 and you keep your D3 levels around 65 on the blood test for D3, you'll have an incredibly low risk of coming down with breast cancer. It massively mitigates the risks of breast cancer, especially if you cut out the alcohol and cut out the coffee. If you want to have energy in the morning when you get out of bed, hey guys, don't get me wrong. I love coffee. I really do. In fact, last week, we were in Asheville, North Carolina, which is basically a lot of witches are up there. I saw that. They had been running around in witches' uniforms. It was kind of weird. But, uh, but we actually I had a cup of coffee the other morning in the hotel. Now, I haven't had a cup of coffee in probably six or eight months. And reality is I didn't feel very good all day after I had the coffee. Finally, I told Sharon, I said, I've got to get some protein in my body. I've messed up my blood sugar with this coffee, and I don't feel right. And so I ate some protein, and I started feeling better. But the reality is I do that very, very rarely. And no, I haven't had any coffee today. But yes, I have had a purple stick about two hours ago. So it really they gets rock, you by the way. Purple oh, sticks God, rock. Oh, man, I know. I love those things. And they don't get you. And they let you sleep at night. At 11 o'clock tonight, I go to bed and sleep like a baby. If I had drunk a cup of coffee two hours ago, I'd be up all night because it elevates cortisol, which is a stress hormone, which makes you store body fat. And it also increases the risk of high blood pressure. It also increases the risks of heart disease. According to the British Medical Journal Lancet, just five cups of coffee a day in a man can increase his risk of heart disease by up to 50%. So, guys, listen to me. If you're sucking down coffee all day, and women, if you're sucking down coffee all day, why? How bad does it have to get? Do you have to come down with breast cancer? Do you have to come down with heart disease before you decide to make a healthier change? And see, and that's why I did the, the guy that I was talking to earlier today, the subcontractor, who's had such good results with his blood sugar and his allergies in just a couple of days. I asked him a simple question. I said, I'm not going to preach morality at you. I'm not going to tell you the, the goods and the bads and the uglies of this. I'm just going to tell you the consequences of what's going to happen to you if you have diabetes. Diabetes is the one of the primary causes of blindness in the United States. In fact, it is the primary cause of blindness in the United States from diabetic retinopathy. It's also the number one cause of uh, amputations in the United States. So how bad does it have to get before you decide not to do this anymore? And it looked to me kind of funny because I hadn't really thought about that. I said, well, that's a question you have to ask yourself. What risk are you willing to take? If you have a 100 light switches on the wall and five of those light switches give you cancer when you flip them on or kill you dead with a shock, you know, you don't want to flip any of the light switches on. Well, that's a 5% chance of being electrocuted. Well, you know, we're telling you now that one in two men come down with cancer and one in three women come down with cancer in the United States. Those are pretty horrible odds. And then 90% of the women who come down with breast cancer are directly environmentally reproduced. Hey, guys, those are odds I don't want to deal with. Those are things that are just, they're just too awful to deal with. So, anyhow, that's just the bovine growth, growth hormone. Now, let's try soy. Now, we know wait, that soy... Hey, Ted, can I, can I ask you a question real quick? Sure, buddy. Um, okay, you were on the topic of breast cancer, and my wife had an appointment uh, this week. And in the waiting room were... And, and uh, it's how she, knew, how she knows this. It, it, there was conversations among the women, and they were all there for the same test. And they were all there because of... Um, I, I believe that the term is dense, dense breast tissue. Uh, okay. And calcium, calcium buildup, or I'm not, I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I kind of half listened, but it's all an epidemic. Is that related to what you're talking about or not? All of it, yes. The, the bovine growth hormones will lead to fibroid tumors. So is coffee, by the way. 
And so okay, that's, all right. that's breast tissue. It's, uh, so if they have plastic calcium buildup. Also, remember too, guys, women who use antiperspirant deodorants have a much higher incidence of, 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 uh, of breast cancer. I mean, we've talked about it in detail on your show. I mean, you don't want to be involved with antiperspirant deodorants because you're putting that deodorant underneath your armpit that contains aluminum chlorohydrate. And these cancer cells, when they're actually examined, these cancer clumps, these tumors, they have high concentrations of aluminum in them. So, ladies, you're listening to me for a second. Go to our website, healthmasters.com. We have a magnesium deodorant that works absolutely great. I use it on a regular basis, and it doesn't cause... All this buildup. In fact, it has magnesium in it, which actually feeds your body because magnesium is used in over 200 biochemical reactions. So, yes, Doug, a lot of women are very concerned now. That's why a lot of women are doing these when the mammographies on a regular basis to be tested for breast cancer. The problem is the false positives with the monography. Some cases are up to 50% false positives. So you go through an entire program That's right. for breast cancer with a false yeah. positive. It's crazy. Yeah, and the, 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 I, that was, in fact, my wife had uh, overheard the conversation, interjected herself, and said exactly what she said about the false positives, and even uh, mentioned uh, health masters because of our talks together. So it was really kind of an interesting, enlightening conversation. But yeah, that's okay. Hey, wow. I mean, wow. think about it. I mean, if you if you if you know that potassium iodide and vitamin D three and vitamin C massively reduce your risk of breast cancer and other cancers in general, and it's, it's literally pennies a day, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, th- that's how I look at it. I mean, when, I mean, I, the, the, my, my buddy here, the subcontractor up here, he told me he was spending hundreds of dollars a month on medication, hundreds of dollars a month on medication and other stuff he was taking already because the insurance wasn't covering it. And uh, plus it was causing a problem with the impotency. I mean, think, think about this for a second. I mean, a 38-year-old guy who's impotent. I mean, this is some sad, this is serious information. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you guys right now that these are side effects of blood pressure medicine. And there's other, there's a plethora of side effects. But the reality is, if you don't get your blood pressure down, if you don't do what you need to do to get the blood pressure down, in fact, our HGH stimulate works absolutely wonderful for helping to maintain healthy, normal blood pressure along with our organic beet, non-GMO beet powder. You mix a table, a scoop of each of those together twice a day and it really helps to regulate blood pressure naturally. Remember, you told me that he said my blood pressure is already down the first day. I said, well, yeah, I know. That's what it does. And see, this is the thing that you have to understand. If you eat the right foods and take the right supplements, it's amazing how much energy you're going to have. In fact, I forgot to mention this. I know we're almost probably two-thirds of the way through the show. We're having a sale at Health Masters. It's Doug 5 tonight. It's 5% off, but that does not include the specials. In other words, the three-pack specials or the kits that we massively discount anyhow are not included in that. So, if you go to order anything now at the website, it's going to be 5% off, no minimum. You could do or maximum. You could order whatever you want to do at Health Master. And, and by the way, I want to say something to you guys. I want to thank you for supporting us. I've already said that once again. I want to say it again. So many of the Hagman listeners and the listeners to my shows order their multiple vitamins or their B-complex or their vitamin C or their D3 or their iodine from us. And that helps us to support your show, helps us support our show, helps us support Dave Hodges' show, and we try to help everybody we possibly can to stay on the air for heaven's sakes. Now, I want to make a comment. A couple of months ago, when I just turned, I was 61 and Sharon turned 60, we went and had some new photos done for our website and for our supplements. Now, I know this, this photo is kind of over the top. I got that. It's posted on the, right now on YouTube. And here's why I'm saying this. I'm 61 in that photo. Sharon's 60. Those are unretouched photos. Austin's 28. So Atlanta's 28. 
The reason I put those photos up is I want you guys to realize is that we practice what we preach. We work out, we take supplements, we eat right. I used to tell people when I was on the seminar circuit with President Bush and Colin Powell and Schwarzkopf and all those guys back in the 90s, you know, I'd walk out on the platform and there'd be 40,000 people in attendance in a doggone stadium. It was crazy how big these seminars were we did back 20 years ago. And I would tell folks, I'd say, if I waddled out here at four or 500 pounds, nobody would listen to anything that I said. See, that's the whole Ted. thing. I want, Ted, we're, but it's true, we're, though, Joe. We're, we're right up against the break, and no, you're exactly right. Uh, who's going to listen to? I look to, that good. <laughs> yeah. no. Folks, we'll be right back. We're talking with Dr. Ted Brewer from HealthMasters.com. HealthMasters.com. We'll be right back with our final hour after these short messages. Stay with us. Just what kind of thriller predicts the future? In three days in the belly of the beast, Daniel Holdings wrote about the God Particle before CERN actually discovered the God Particle. In As the Darkness Falls, Daniel wrote about an Islamist terrorist confederacy that rose up out of Syria and declared a caliphate three years before ISIS was ever heard of. In his newest novel, Between the Veil, Daniel talks about a space between dimensions where supernatural beings can walk. He says that these novels are a warning from the creator to his creation. Will war come to America? Will the world's economies collapse? Are we looking at increased earthquakes and volcanic activity? Will the United States fall into civil war? You can find all of Daniel's work at his website, DanielHoldings.com. That's DanielHoldings.com. All of these things and more are talked about in Daniel's books. To find out what's coming next, go to DanielHoldings.com. Worldwide demand is making coconuts one of the highest-yielding cash crops available today. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and many high-net-worth individuals have invested billions of dollars into coconuts for strong growth and solid long-term income. Yields could be as high as 18% or more per year. Capital appreciation and exceptional income for up to 60 long years would be an absolutely brilliant investment to pass on to future generations. Diversify wisely with direct ownership of fully managed coconuts on prime farmland close to the beautiful Costa Rican border. For more information, qualified accredited investors should go to ProfitsInCoconuts.com or phone 855-888-6288. That's 855-888-6288. This announcement does not constitute an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offer made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288 or visit ProfitsInCoconuts.com. ProfitsInCoconuts.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in this community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. At HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. 
Segment of the Hagen Report coming at you, uh, coming to you live. Global Star Radio Network, BTR, and of course YouTube Live. Our guest, Dr. Ted Brower, healthmasters.com, the coupon code, Doug5, D-O-U-G-5, 5% off all purchases from healthmasters.com, no minimum. You know, you're going to want to take advantage of this. That's a great, and I want to thank Dr. Ted Brower for that. And folks, support Health Masters by buying your multiple vitamins, all vitamins, all nutritional supplements via Health Masters. It does help keep us on the air. It does. It, it you know, it does. Plus, plus, you will be getting a premium product that's Health Masters, healthmasters.com. I can't think of a better, seriously, I cannot think of anything better, any other better, um, uh, supplement than from Health Masters, and I am walking proof of that. Uh, although, seriously, I don't look as good as Ted, but uh, you know what? It's the camera. It's the camera. That's what's going on here. Um, before we get back to Dr. Barber, a couple of things, a couple of housekeeping issues. Liz Crokin will be back with us on Monday. Um, Liz, uh, I should also, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. The information that she has uncovered is deposited she has reposited it uh, in multiple venues including with us do not uh, so you know going after her her saying she's not suicidal i mean this is serious business um you know robert spencer was poisoned in iceland all right he's alive but he was poisoned in iceland there are enemies out there that, that want to kill people with information knowledge and the truth so just understand this is serious business however um I, again i just just so you know, Liz Crokin has deposited that information that she's got, her investigative results, with multiple parties. So she's insulated there while the news is, uh, you know, while waiting for the information to come out. We're just going to kick it right back to Ted. Ted, go ahead, sir. Doug, I'm back to the picture thing on the Internet. So that's why we did that shot is for the uh, is for the supplement bottles. We're, I'm, I'm including Austin on the supplement bottles now because I'm 61, Sharon's 60, and you know, I was in a semi-retirement mode anyhow when, when basically the good Lord called me out of my retirement about it'd be six years ago this summer. And so I'm just really blessed to be doing what I do and being active in my 60s, though most people would rather be playing golf if they were me. <laughs> but I'm out here doing all of this stuff because always remember, everybody, I'm older than Doug. That's very important that you know that. And I just I try to practice what Much I preach. Older. Those, and remember also, guys, the venue that we have, you know, we built a huge business in the secular market years ago when we were on national radio and TV on all these different venues. And so a lot of our listeners that we have and a lot of the people that support Health Masters are not Christians. And I just want you to know that. I mean, that's why when we have a huge Christian following and a huge Christian basis, I'm blessed by that. I really am. But I want you to know something. Even the folks that aren't Christians, we still still preach the same truth about Christ to all of them. And I put a link to every single person who gets an email from me every single day with my latest talk show, which we talk about Jesus literally every day. Because I want people to know out there where I'm coming from. In fact, I had a, one of our customers and listeners out of England send us an email the other day, Doug, and he said, we really love your products, we really love what they do, and we really love your talk show, but we don't want you to talk about the religious stuff anymore. We only want you to talk about the news and the things that you know from nutrition, biochemistry, and the news-breaking stories. And I emailed him back, and I said, I can't do that. And I said, what's in me is in me. The Holy Spirit permeates me. The resonance frequency of the Holy Spirit's completely engulfed me. I'm completely immersed in Christianity. It's who I am. It's who I've been since 1979 when I got saved, now almost 40 years ago. And I said, I cannot, this 
dissociate myself from Christianity because if I don't talk about what happened in Genesis chapter 6, none of this stuff makes any sense because why in the world would somebody poison their own planet when they've got to live on it? I'm going to repeat that. If you don't look at it from an evil standpoint, you, have, you, don't, you don't get it. But when you understand that a person is that evil, they don't care if they poison their own planet because they're doing the work of their master who is Lucifer, then it makes sense because otherwise you'd have to insane to poison your own drinking water. <laughs> you have to be insane to poison your own atmosphere. And that's what these guys are doing because they don't care. Because remember, their mantra is to turn everything evil that God has made to turn it upside down to empower the beast to come out of the pit. That's the goal of Kabbalah. That's what these guys are involved in. And we talked about that two weeks ago when I hosted your show and you got when you let me do that. And we brought on Jeff Pastor John Terrell and he went into detail on all of this stuff. Because otherwise, if you don't talk about Christianity and the redeeming blood of Christ and salvation and who we are through Jesus, none of it makes any sense. But guys, so I know the picture's over the top. I got that. But again, that's just how we look. And I mean, I'm 61 years old. I've been working out for a long time. We take our supplements, especially the HGH Stimulate. I take that. I try to take that every single day because that really helps to maintain lean muscle mass as you get older. And it also works as a natural Viagra, which is great, which uh, quite frankly, that's nice. And so it does a lot of different things for different people, including helping to stabilize blood pressure. So that's why it is our number one seller, by the way. It has been for many, many years. Now let's talk about soy. Yeah, just one thing about, about the picture, Ted. You know, that's your product. So you have every right, in my view, uh, to, to show what your product, the, the end result of your product. And I, I don't think it's over the top. I think it's, uh, um, I think it's 100%. And, and, and believe me, <laughs> this, your products work and, and you, that picture is the result. And thank you for that because otherwise, you know, you know, people who talk about this and don't post pictures like that, you gotta wonder why. So thank you for that. That's just my personal opinion. Thanks, Doug. That is true. But I, in fact, it was funny because I had I took the last pictures when I was 55 and Sharon was 54. And I told her, I said, let's go and take the next pictures when we're both in our 60s. And Sharon said, well, I don't want to do that. I said, well, no, we need to. I need to be 61 and you need to be 60. That way we can show people that we're in our seventh decade and we're still doing what we need to do. And we're basically having fun with all of this stuff. You know, we're, we're, we're enjoying all of this stuff. So that's the whole thing that we try to do with people is we try to tell them, hey, look, guys, here's the thing. You could feel look right even in your 60s if you want to. But it's a choice. It's gonna, you, you gotta wanna wanna. And I, and I talked to a lady just the other day here up in, up in Hiawassee and, and, uh, it, it was a, the gentleman's wife and they, she was asking me questions and she's just been diagnosed with diabetes and she's a sugaraholic and she's 67 years old. And I looked at her and she goes, well, what do you, what do you want to tell me? Are you gonna fuss at me about sugar? And I said, no, why would I fuss at you? You're 67 years old. I said, you gotta wanna wanna change your diet. I said, if you don't wanna change your diet, why am I gonna fuss at you? Why am I even gonna talk to you? There's no point. Until you get willing and ready to say, hey, I don't want to take metformin anymore. Hey, I don't. And by the way, she's taking metformin and insulin both right now. And she's only been diabetic for a couple of years. And see, so you got to ask yourself a simple question. When is enough enough? When are you going to start changing your diet? I mean, if you're 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30, 40, 50 pounds, 100, 200 pounds overweight, when are you going to say genuk? In German, that means enough. When are you going to say enough of this? I don't want to live like this anymore. When you can't breathe because of allergies, you can't breathe because of your belly, you can't bend over and tie your shoes anymore, and you're always short of breath, when are you going to say enough? And see, and that's what I tell people. You know, why in the world won't you do that? I mean, people go out and spend 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 100 bucks for a meal, for a meal, eating out with their family. 
but they don't want to buy a $25 bottle of vitamins that will keep them healthy. Well, okay, I, I don't know how to combat that. So all I say is, well, when you get convicted enough, let me know. I mean, I don't know how to do that. They'll spend $100. Some kids will spend $100, $200 on a pair of tennis shoes, for heaven's sakes, but they want to go out and eat junk food all the time. But let me get off my soapbox and start back on these allergies. Soy was the next. In 1996, they decided that soy was being used as so many products, especially soy oil, oil and tofu, et cetera, because all the health food people started going nuts on soy, that they wanted to make it withstand more and more weed killer Roundup Monsanto. So Monsanto re-engineered soy, and they made it so you could soak it down in Roundup and not kill it. The problem is they didn't bother to tell anybody you're also soaking the soybeans down in Roundup. Now, the government around the world said, no, we don't want your soybeans, but the United States saw it, and they said the government, our government said, hey, it's okay. The tobacco industry got away with it, so we'll go ahead and do it too. We don't care. Let's see what happens. Then corn. That's what happened in the late 1990s. People started getting tired of all the pesticides being sprayed on corn. So Monsanto came in and said, hey, what we can do is we can engineer corn from a DNA genetic standpoint, from a genetic modification, that we can engineer it to become a pesticide and release pesticides from the corn itself to poison the bugs so we don't have to spray it. All around the world, they said, absolutely not. We said, sure, why not? Let's give it a try. EPA now regulates corn as an insecticide, Doug. It's regulated as an insecticide. So that's why we have these massive re reactions to corn, to soy, and to dairy. And all of this approval was done because of tobacco, again, because of the substantial equivalence to facilitate the appeal process on human trials. That's exactly why they did what they did, because they didn't want us asking questions about any of this stuff. That's why now we have huge problems with milk, eggs, soy, nuts, wheat. Remember, the milk's loaded bovine growth hormone. The eggs, the chickens are being fed soy protein, which is messed to trashing out the eggs. The peanuts are being sprayed with glyphosate, and the wheat's being sprayed with glyphosate, which is Roundup, before it's harvested. Now we have massive allergies to all of these things. And remember, our taxpayer funds are being used to chemically treat our crops only. They don't pay organic farmers to grow. They don't do that. In fact, organic farmers are put under all types of very strict regulation to prove, to prove their products are organic with no government funding. And if you don't get enough money from your organic crops, you've got to raise the price. And that's why the organic food is more expensive because it's not being subsidized by our federal government. Because remember, the, 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 the fees the farmers are being charged to grow non-GMOs because they're organic are not applied to the people who are growing the poisonous crops. Remember, Kraft and Coca-Cola, they don't use these GMO ingredients in foods that they distribute to other countries. I'm going to repeat that. Kraft and Coca-Cola don't use these GMO ingredients, or they didn't several years ago, they may have changed, in foods distributed to other countries. Why? Because these other countries have banned the use of the importation of these foods. So Kraft and Coca-Cola is perfectly capable of taking this stuff out of our food supply, but they don't want to do that. Remember, 16% of the total GDP of the United States is health care. I mean, it's in the hundreds of billions of dollars every single year. Why? Because we're trying to basically ameliorate the symptoms from all of the poison that we're feeding the population. So there's several things that you can do with your children and with your family that I want to cover with you real quick. And this is really important. And I covered part of these on my show okay. this week. In fact, it was on yesterday's show. All right. Okay, you want to cover them? Uh, number one, Joe and Doug, and we talked about this all night, is food. Try to eat organic. Try to eat foods that aren't sprayed with pesticides. That's really important, especially if you're having health problems. You want to 
mitigate as much as you possibly can by changing your diet and taking the proper supplements. That's super, super important. And if, at least if you can't, if you can't get organic, at least get non-GMO because the organic's a little bit more pricey, but the non-GMO in some cases doesn't really do much more as far as cost. Number two, really watch what your kids listen to and watch on TV. Katy Perry just came out with a new music video and I'm not promoting it. Don't watch it. Don't look at it. It's called Bon Appetit. And it's actually a satanic ritual in which she's being served on a table as food. And at the end of the video, she actually eats a bunch of human body parts that served to her in a pie that's being served to her. I mean, complete and total. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. It's complete and total Satanism. And I remember I had a pastor friend of mine just a few weeks ago. He knows Katy Perry. And he knows her, his, her, she, he knows her parents who are missionaries. And he basically talked about knowing Katy Perry from the pulpit. And he has a huge megachurch, like 20,000 members. Has to, do the, has to do like six or seven services every Sunday morning. And what was interesting about this, before his service was even over with, because I was watching it on the line, I said, really? You're going to name drop Katy Perry to your congregation? Obviously, you're not aware of what she's involved in. And he immediately texted me back after the sermon was over. He goes, wow, dog, I didn't know that. Because I sent him like ten links of all of the stuff, including her Illumi, Illuminati Super Bowl halftime satanic service that she had, plus this new movie, this video that she's doing when she's being eaten on a table and served, which is one of the things they do, by the way, in their little soul-cooking parties. They actually have these 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 human being effigies that look just like humans that they actually serve. I mean, it's just, these people are sick, okay? A bunch of weirdos. And see, that's the kind of weird stuff they're involved with that they're trying to shut Wiener up about so he doesn't start singing like a canary. You know, this is, let's see what happens with Wiener in jail and how long that actually lasts and what happens to him after he gets out. So this is the kind of stuff that you've got to protect your children from because guys, when Austin was like 14 years old, he started listening to really hard rap music. He was into karate. He was a first belt, first degree black belt. He had fought in the U.S. Open and placed fourth in the world in open contact karate championships. It's called the U.S. Open. I, I don't really talk about that much on the show because, you know, that's been years ago for Austin, and he was a big-time scrapper when he was young, and I don't like to promote that behavior. But he's not like that anymore. He's 28 years old now. And what was interesting, he started listening to this black rap music is what it was, and it was about killing and all this other crazy stuff because a lot of the kids in his karate on his karate team were black. And so what ended up happening is he became engrossed in this 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 music, and it totally changed his behavior, and it made him go through a really bad prodigal son experience, so to say, for five or six years until he came back out of it. So I, I, I warn people, do what you have to do to prevent your children from being involved with that type of media and that type of music. If they're listening it to their, on, your, on their cell phones and you're giving them the cell phones, uh, take the cell phone away. I have a 14-year-old who basically, we got her a cell phone a few weeks ago. This is Savannah, and she couldn't handle it. She started texting stuff to her friends and being real secretive and all that stuff and erasing her text messages. And finally, she came to me and says, Dad, I really can't handle the cell phone. I, I, don't, I don't think I should have this. So I just snapped it in half and threw it in the garbage, which is where it was going anyhow. She knew that. It was a little $20 cell phone that we got at Metro, right? It wasn't anything expensive. But I said, no, you don't need to have this. But I made sure it was not even capable of connecting to the Internet. It was a flip phone. Because the Internet has caused a lot of problems with these children now being being completely addicted to pornography at very, very young ages. I'm talking about 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10-year-olds watching porn. This is not good, guys. This is really, really bad what it's doing. It's bad enough for adults because of what it does in the human brain with the nucleus of Cubans, which we've talked about many times on your show. But, guys, children don't need to be involved or seeing any of this stuff. Now, number three, watch out for vaccinations with the kids. I've talked about this to nauseam on your show and on my show, and here's why. 
a lot of these vaccines contain the very allergens, including egg and soy and peanut oil and byproducts, including human placental extract. I mean, this is from aborted fetuses that are being put into the vaccines and it's massively causing massive, massive allergy problems in these children. Because what happens when you inject this foreign protein directly into the blood and it gets attached to the muscle or goes to the muscle fiber, the macrophage starts to see this and it starts to attack it. Well, when it does that, it, it grabs your, some of your muscle with it and it codes into its own DNA. The macrophage does that this muscle's bad. So then you start getting these autoimmune disorders like lupus and all these other things that we've talked about on your show so many times. That's why it's so important to realize if you're going to do vaccinations, make sure you know what's in the vaccines. In fact, what I do now, in fact, I'm so adamant about it because of all these 78 vaccines they want kids to get. If I care about somebody and I want to be part of their life and I want to try to help them the best I can, like my friends or whatever, or my colleagues, I will actually send them that movie that was done about a year and a half, two years ago called Vaxxed, V-A-X-X-E-D. And if you really love someone, a loved one or a family member, but you don't know how to approach this very sensitive topic, just send them the movie and let them watch it. Because it's like this. There are certain things that are five alarm bell fire things. In other words, if I'm in a hotel room and a hotel and you guys are next door with me, Joe and Doug, and the fire alarm goes off and you're in the other room, but you don't hear the fire alarm and the hotel's filling up with smoke and you guys are sleeping, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to open that door to get you guys up to get you safe. And if it would come to the point that I would actually discharge my 45 and blow a hole in the doggone door lock to get the door open if I had to, to get you guys out so you'd save your life. That's a five-alarm fire thing. These things that I'm talking about need to be treated like a five-alarm fire thing. You need to realize there's certain things like the GMO foods and the poisons they're giving us, including these BT toxins and these pesticides and the stuff they're putting into the food that changes you epigenetically, which changes the next generation. All of this stuff is being done, by the way, to reduce the population of the planet. Also, the music. You need to talk to your kids about this and intervene if they're doing things with their cell phones or listen to the music they shouldn't listen to. Vaccines is another one of these things you need to kick the hotel room down and say, look, I'm not going to drag you out, but I'm going to give you this video to watch before this place burns down so you'll realize this place is really on fire. You need to be aware of this and understand that we need to make some changes here before you get pregnant or before you have this baby. You've got to decide on what you want to do. And of course, we need to also realize that we need to make sure that our children and our loved ones get exposed to church. And if we can possibly do it, we can't convict them to do it, but we can facilitate it for them to get saved and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Very, very important. All of these things that we need to do for our families and our loved ones to keep them healthy. In fact, just this week, in fact, today, Doug, I reported on my show that they're now saying in a, in a publication over in England that you're a sexist if you tell a pregnant woman or suggest that a pregnant woman, a woman not drink alcohol, including binge drinking while she's pregnant with a child. That you're a sexist. If you're a guy and you say to a woman, well, maybe you don't need to do this, even if you're married to that woman, you're a sexist. Now, Man. how far does our society have to go, Doug and Joe, before we don't realize that you're not a sexist if you ask your wife not to drink while she's pregnant? What's up with these people, Doug, Joe? That's like yeah. saying, I mean, you know, the, the, the women abortion is a woman's health right, and, you know, uh, the uh, this, this pushback, I heard it today on the radio, they said that it was... Um, uh, oh goodness! What do you call it when when one's pregnant? They take maternity leave. It's an attack on maternity to deprive women of a, of the right to abortion. Uh, everything is being framed, uh, you know, based on these people's uh, feelings and what what offends them. 
and, and these are the new buzzwords, you know, racism, uh, misogynist, sexist. They use to describe somebody who goes against anything that these people feel they're entitled to. It's very strange. Let me, let me pull up the article. This is an article that was actually written by a guy, but it's in the Telegraph, and it's by Henry Bodkin. You guys can look it up. And it says, advising women not to drink when pregnant is sexist and causes needless anxiety. I don't even know if they don't even know what fetal alcohol syndrome is. And, I mean, it, it says there's no robust evidence. Now, there is evidence, but there's not robust, however they're defining robust, that moderate or light drinking or even episodes of binge drinking... <laughs> can cause long-term damage to the fetus. What planet are these guys on? We all know that pregnant women shouldn't drink alcohol and that alcohol is a neurotoxin. I mean, why in the world, if you cared about your infant, would you do alcohol when you were pregnant, Doug and Joe? That makes no, absolutely no sense to me at all. Oh, by the way, now, this is another interesting story. The Psychiatric Association wants the FDA... And, and let me share something with you real quick about the Psychiatric Association. I'm not saying that all psychiatrists are nuts and they're a bunch of weirdos. But here's what I am saying. Most psychiatrists are nuts and they're weirdos. I mean, these guys, are they see everything with these sexual deviant terms. This thing is messed up. Psychiatry in general is a mess. And that's why they give people these tricyclic antidepressants, these serotonin reuptake inhibitors, when now they've shown repeatedly in, in double-blind studies that fish oil, omega-3 fats, work as well in the moderate, the mild forms of depression as Prozac does, than a placebo does. I mean, it's crazy that, you know, that this product is being pushed on the population, but now the Psychiatric Association wants the FDA to expand electroshock treatment on children and elderly. I mean, this is a barbaric practice that's been done, which kills part of the brain. It's like a partial lobotomy. Remember in the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? when Jack uh, Nicholson had this basically electroconvulsive shock therapy, and now they're saying, well, it's not as bad as it used to be. Well, actually, it is as bad as it used to be, but now they give you muscle relaxes because people are actually breaking bones during this process of this electroconvulsive shock therapy, which kills portions of the brain. Now, I don't know why in the world that they think this barbaric practice should be done to the children, but they actually do this to children as young as infants, as young as one-month-old babies are given electroconvulsive shock therapy. And they're saying that, the, 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 here's how it all started. First came the pigs. The science behind electroshock therapy as treatment was born out of a slaughterhouse in Rome, Italy. In 1938, the Italian physicist psychiatrist Ugo Cerletti saw pigs being electrically shocked before they were slaughtered, causing them to convulse and become more docile. Here we go, here we go guys. More docile for the new world order, thereby making them easier to kill. This inspired Serletti to try the same treatment on human beings. That's how it was birthed, by the way. And it's a, they say it's a good kind of brain damage. 79 years after electroshock convulsive therapy was invented, psychiatrists admit they still don't know how it works. Numerous theories have been proposed, none of which have been found in mainstream science acceptance. And among psychiatric theories is that it causes a good kind of brain damage. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Psychiatry claimed that this normal, this new type of electroshock therapy isn't as bad because these people are given muscle relaxes so they don't break bones when this happens. It's not any better, guys. It's the power to harm. I mean, this is crazy. A modern electroshock treatment delivers a pulse of current to the brain that is 7.5 times stronger than electric fences used to deter bears, for heaven's sake, which deliver a shock to the bear when it touches the charged wire. Yet psychiatrists are currently lobbying to increase 
the use of ECT on children. In fact, the American Psychiatric Association has requested that the FDA, which regulates these devices, allow them to broaden their use of electroshock on children and adolescents. In fact, in a letter to the FDA, the APA states having access to rapid and effective treatments such as electroconvulsion shock therapy is especially meaningful in children and adolescents, already shocking zero to five year olds. Psychiatrists claim children are infrequently electroshocked, but no state or federal agency is documenting how many children are being electroshocked every year, and state medical records obtained through the Freedom of Information Act request that they've been shocked as low as zero to five under the guise of treatment. I mean, this doesn't make sense. And now they're saying that you should be able to use it on pregnant women, but they don't tell you they have a much higher infant mortality rate of 7.1% when the women are shocked when they're pregnant. Basically, you electrocute the fetus. I can't even believe, guys, that these people think that all of this stuff is okay and it's all in the name of science. What do you think about this, Joe and Doug? I mean, to me, it's just, yeah, just a weirdo. Really. What can you say? I mean... Electro, electroshock therapy, lobotomies, all of this that you mentioned. And then, of course, hey, we're going to be humane and give uh, muscle relaxants out. Then, you know, bringing it forward to, to your, oh, man. How crazy does it have to get that? Doug, I don't know. But I want to, I want to say, I want to read one other article. Now, this is a pretty good article from Pam Martins. I don't agree with a lot of stuff she says. But she wrote a pretty good article on this, and it was, she was said that it was about the Munchen. You know, they had the Munchen confirmation hearings for the for the for the U.S. Treasury Department. You know, Munchen's a big Goldman Sachs boy, and they were talking during the yesterday. And here's what he said: This is this is interesting. He said that during yesterday's hearing, Munchen dispelled the lie that the Trump administration has fostered for months that it was con- was considering restoring the Glass-Steagall Act, which is very important, by the way, and breaking up the big banks in Washington, in Wall- on Wall Street. After Munchen attempted to say that this had never been their position, Senator Warren said, called his testimony bizarre, crazy, and something like out of the George Orwell, Munchen's reception from Senator Cortez of Nevada was equally frosty, she previously served as the Attorney General for Nevada for eight years, told Munchen that dancing around the way you've done reminded her of the bankers and Wall Street executives who were in the conference room as the Attorney General during the worst foreclosure crisis we've ever seen. I mean, this is some crazy stuff that Munchen is saying that they have absolutely no intentions, no intentions of restoring Glass-Steagall. I mean, that's nuts, because that needs to be put back in immediately. Mr. Munchen's career began in trading the financial products that brought on the housing crash and the Great Recession, and nearly two decades at Goldman Sachs, he left in 2002 and joined a hedge fund. In 2004, he spun off a hedge fund of his own, Dune Capital, and it was only a few lackluster years before Dune began to wind down its investments in 2008. In early 2009... Mitchin led a group of investors that purchased a bank called IndyMac, renaming it One West, which was really unique. While Mr. Yuchin was CEO, the bank proved it could put more vulnerable people on the street faster than just about anybody else around. So, I mean, this is crazy that Munchen's in there. I don't like this confirmation whatsoever, Doug. And I sure don't like Gottlieb, who is a huge proponent of vaccines with GlaxoSmithKline, was on his board, and we worked in new product development. He said that no further testing needs to be done on vaccines and they're totally safe. Guys, this is crazy. Some of these people that we have that have been appointed by the Trump administration that basically need to be drained out of the swamp before they're actually put in. What do you think, Doug and Joe? You know, the a lot of the, the swamp 
you know, we hear a lot of the talk during the swamp. Trump used that as a, as a campaign slogan. And you're right, you know, a lot of the appointments from bankers, uh, you know, Goldman Sachs, and it, just very questionable picks. And I don't know if you saw this, Ted, but there's rumors uh, in the news, speculation that Joe Lieberman is the front runner for the FBI. I saw him. Uh, and you, I saw him. Oh, I saw him. man. A lot of people say, you what know. What the hell is he doing? I don't know, but I mean, if anybody needs to put in there, he needs to put in, uh, was it, it's Trey Gaddy, I guess. I'd like to see him in the FBI, head of the head guy. And, uh, you know, it's just, I mean, but I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not 100% with everything he does either, but I mean, at least he's, at least he's a pit bull and he wants to go after people. But remember, they want to put people in, they're going to maintain the narrative, Doug and Joe. 95% of this entire media is controlled by the bankers through their interlocking corporate directorships we talked about at the beginning of the show. And they want to control the narrative of what people are told and what they're saying. Because remember, the Bible says that there's a veil that's been placed on the minds of the unbeliever. It's that energy field that's around the planet. And that veil is basically being controlled by these sorcerers or magicians and these satanic sacrifices. And they've got people in a trance, so to speak. The Bible even calls it out. And so we have to realize that the Bible is very accurate with the types of terminology that it uses. And so they've been blinded by the God of this age, which is Lucifer to not see the truth. Right. And one of the ways they do that is through the media. And the media continues to promote the lying narrative. In fact, John Rappaport does a really good job explaining all of that, turning everybody into what's called a victim status. And so yep. if they believe the mainstream lies and the mainstream media and they don't want to wake up and they've been drinking the fluoride for all of these years, they simply in many cases don't have the reasoning skills or the ability to step away. That's why I love your audience. Your audience, my audience, is Hodge's audience, Sheila's audience. All these people that listen to these alternative talk shows are awake. And that's why we call our own talk show hosts out. And we say, hey, wait a minute, guys. Maybe you shouldn't say this. And a lot of times we do that in private. I don't do that on the air, by the way. I don't do right. that on the air because I'm not going to cause this, I'm not going to cause disunity or division. But the reality is this. If you have a problem with somebody, you got to call them out. I've, I've talked to many talk show hosts before. I say, you know, guys, why are you doing this? It's like me calling out that pastor the other day and saying, hey, look, this isn't cool. You just promoted Katy Perry from your pulpit. This isn't cool. In fact, that kind of sucks, to be honest with you. I told him that. I said, how in the world can you promote somebody who's a known globalist satanic operative who does this kind of sick stuff and poisons the hearts and the minds of these kids? It's like that sicko Lou Pearlman who died in prison a few years ago from the Backstreet Boys who was a known pedophile and forced all these young boys to run, do all these sex acts on him to be able to become developed. Because remember, these guys want to have a narrative of the weak Male. They don't want alpha males. They don't want the John Wayne persona or your persona, Doug, or my persona or Joe's or Austin's. Right. They want they want men to be weak. A few years ago, they had a young man. I forgot his name. I think it was Zach Sebo. He was on The Voice, which is a talk show for singing or not talk show, a singing singing reality show. And the guy was like the new Elvis. I mean, the guy was amazing. He did a show, got a new girlfriend, and had, the, had everybody standing up and screaming. And they even said he's going to win the show. But remember. A lot of the producers, including Clive Davis, who works with these big shows like this, who's huge in the record industry, is bisexual. We know that. He's admitted to that. And all of a sudden, they don't want the narrative of another Elvis or another Tom Jones or another Bing Crosby or another Dean Martin or another singer that's macho. They want these guys that are these girly boys, these transsexuals, to be put in these high positions and to be idolized by these teens. I mean, now they're having transvestites 
that are basically having parties with young four and five year old children, teaching them how to sing transvestite songs and asking how many of them would like to be transvestites. I mean, look at the mess that with Bill, Bill Nye the science guy a few weeks ago when he had all these crazy perverted things that he was talking about, about transsexualism and transvestites and all of this other stuff that he was promoting. This is the mainstream narrative of the elite. They don't want us raising little alpha males any longer. They don't want them out hunting and out taking karate and out doing this. They don't want a Zach Sibatibo singing really good songs that are macho like we used to have back in the 50s and the 60s. They don't want that anymore. They don't want any of that stuff. They want these girly men, these girly boys singing who look like they're basically a girl-boy combination. I'm not picking on them because a lot of that happens when women drink soy products, eat soy, or basically drink soy milk, or get a lot of hormones in their food supply through the meat they're eating when they're pregnant. They can chemically castrate that child in utero, causing it to become feminized. We've talked about that in detail on your show. And in fact, let me cover that real quick because I can't just throw that out at your new listeners because I know your audience is getting bigger and bigger. When I was taking embryology at Florida State University back in the fall of 1975, I had a German professor. His name was Dr. Visa. Uh, may he rest in peace. He's gone now. And he was actually a victim of polio. And he was talking one time about how sexual differentiation occurs in the embryo, in the zygote, they call it, because of the Y chromosome in the woman after a certain point of the pregnancy. He said that all mammals are basically conceived female. And it's because of the Y chromosome that the mother starts to secrete testosterone during the gestational process, which allows the secondary sex characteristics of the male to come forth during pregnancy. And this is why it's so important that you do not introduce what's called an exogenous hormone into the pregnancy while the woman is basically in this developmental phase. And here's why. If you put estrogen either through the food supply or through soy into a woman who's pregnant while she has a little boy in her, the estrogen and the testosterone are what we call antagonistic. They cancel each other out. So there's insufficient quantity of testosterone to provide proper secondary sex characteristics for the little boy. A little girl is born with a right brain dominant hemisphere. A little boy is born with a left brain dominant hemisphere. And when a little boy is being basically in utero, inside the uterus with his mother, and he doesn't require and he doesn't get ex ex enough testosterone, he will be born with very small genitalia in many cases and with a right brain dominant hemisphere. In other words, what happens to him is he's chemically castrated while he's still in the womb. This is very important if you're pregnant or you're listening to this show and you have somebody that you know is pregnant, they listen at least this five minute segment of the show. That's why you don't want to eat soy products or drink milk with bovine growth hormone or eat products that have female hormone added to them in the form of food or antibiotics or anything else while you're pregnant. It's very important you don't do that. Another thing, this is why you don't want to give your children soy protein as a formula, if at all possible, a much better alternative if they're allergic to the, to the, to the formula system with the, with the cow's milk is to give them raw certified goat's milk if it's illegal and available in your state, but it does have to be slightly fortified with certain nutrients, and we have that insurance cookbook, train up your children in the way they should eat the entire formula on the goat's milk formula. Now, the reason soy is so bad, one glass of soy milk a day is equivalent to taking two or three 
birth control pills for that woman. That's how much female estrogen is released inside of the body. When that happens, you can chemically change that little boy's left brain dominant hemisphere to a right brain dominant hemisphere of a woman by giving him soy protein for the first few months of his life. And as far as I know, unless God does a supernatural miracle, there's no way to switch it back to a left brain dominant hemisphere, Doug and Joe. That's why it's so important that you understand that globalists are doing this on purpose because they want to feminize the male population of the United States. They don't want boys and girls dating and having babies. They want boys dating boys and girls dating girls. Now they're saying that if a man has a man crush on another guy and he has sex with another guy in a homosexual relationship and he's happily married to his wife, supposedly, that he's not gay, that he's just experiencing his sexual whatever, and that's okay. Guys, that's not okay. The Bible says the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. It's not okay. And if you have a problem and you've got a right brain dominant hemisphere and you're a guy and you like to dress like a girl or talk like a girl or act like a girl or whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean you're gay. It just means that you may have been chemically castrated in utero against your own wishes. So you don't have to fulfill those fantasies or those things that you want to do. You don't have to do that. You can maintain a good relationship with Christ and come out of that lifestyle. But they don't want you to come out of the lifestyle. The globalists don't because everything is being done to subvert the population and to create as much chaos and as much damage as they possibly can to every single person on the planet. Why? Because they want a population reduction. That's why the fluoride is being used. That's why all of this stuff is being used on a regular basis because, quite frankly, they don't want anybody going in and becoming macho and doing what they do. They don't want that. They absolutely do not want that whatsoever. They want a bunch of feminized weaklings that can't stand up against the New World Order who will capitulate to every wish that they have, Doug and Joe. That's why it's so important that we raise little Americans, that we raise little patriots. That's why this Sabbatean group that's involved with all of this stuff, this witchcraft and everything else they're involved in, they're doing everything they possibly can to destroy the masculinity of the people and the men in the United States, and including globally, which is one of the other reasons they started putting fluoride into the water supply back in 1947, because it makes you servile and infertile. So it's so important that you don't drink fluorine or chlorine, because these are both halogens, the, the thyroid gland thinks that they're iodine. It absorbs them. It causes hypothyroidism. It causes all kinds of glandular dysfunctions. And it's so important, guys, that you eat as clean as you possibly can every single day and make sure your kids eat clean because if you don't, you're not going to get the nutrients that you need. And you've got to take a really good high-quality supplement. Our Health Masters Multiple Vitamins are a cellulose capsule, the highest quality cellulose we can get, which is a vegetable capsule with powdered nutrients in them with activated B vitamins, which open up as soon as you put them into your system, allowing your body to digest them. The shellac-coated vitamins, a lot of these different types of one-and-day products that are out there, they're very difficult to digest, and if you actually could actually digest them, they're probably toxic because they're using things like cyanide cobalamin, which is their B12 equivalent of the synthetic B12. So we don't do any of that. We give you the highest quality supplements you can possibly get by simply giving you the highest quality nutrients. In fact, many times we'll be out of out of backwater. People say, well, sometimes you're backwater. You know why we're backwatered on things sometimes, Doug? Because we, te we batch test every raw material that comes in. You know, if the test is not proven that that product is what it says it is, we refuse it. 
We do heavy metal testing on our batches. If we have products that come in that are contaminated with anything, we refuse it. So every once in a while, we'll end up with a back order situation because a batch will come in. Because I'm not going to give you guys something or feed your children something or allow you to take something or ingest something from health masters. That's not something I would give my own kids or my own family. That's why it's so important that you know where you're getting your vitamins and your supplements from and you only get the best from healthmasters.com. And again, we have the Doug 5 coupon tonight. And I really hope, Doug, that we've been able to teach the listeners and help the listeners tonight to learn a few things about why there's so many allergies in the children, what they've done to the food supply. And if this stuff makes you angry and you're upset after what you heard, what they did with the corn and the milk and the soy and all of this stuff, join the club. It's got me pretty ticked off too because what I've learned is this. If you don't have the knowledge and you don't apply the knowledge and you don't spread the knowledge, we can't stop this mess. And what really made me even matter is when I found out that Kraft and Coca-Cola, they don't put this crap in the foods they sell overseas because they refuse to allow it to be imported into the country. That's what's crazy, Doug, which means they have the, every ability not to poison us like they're doing, but they're doing it through their stupid beta test because they want us to be basically a, a measurement as far as what's happening, a, a data point, so to speak, and all of these crazy experiments are doing, what's including the chemtrails, including the GMO foods, including the growth hormones, including all of this stuff they make us eat and feed us, and they tell us it's all okay and it's all healthy for us. It's all a bunch of hogwash, Doug. Yeah, it is. Wow. And I have to say that um, just to reiterate and, and, and to really drive home the point, you know, health, healthmasters.com, healthmasters nutritional supplements changed my life. They really, they really have. And I can tell a difference when I don't take them for a day or two. I can tell a, an immediate difference. And it's not a good difference. It's a bad difference. So I would urge everyone. And so much information is being passed by Dr. Ted Brower here on our show. It's uh, it's an incredibly informative segment. I, I would just I have to go back and uh, just reference what you said about the uh, in utero uh, chemical castration, if you will. It's just, to me, this is incredible information. Um, I, 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 it causes me to relook at things... Uh, it's the evil of the globalists planning, the evil being planned and um, instituted by the globalists. And, and just to be clear, the globalists, of course, are those people in positions of power and authority in government and private uh, corporations who are really setting the rules or, or bending the rules, I should say, and causing all of this. So the... Thank you for, for the information. And number two, thank you for the products that, that, that you provide for us because the, the, these are great products. And, and they, they level out the playing field too, um, to the best extent possible. And I think people really need to be prepared because, Ted, we're, we're coming into some pretty rough road here, I think. This summer, I truly believe it's going to be a summer of rage. And I think that the last thing I want to be is debilitated when I could, in fact, be at full potential. Uh, you know, so that's why your products are important in our preparations and our daily use. And that's just, so th- those are my thoughts. Well, Doug, as random as, as Doug, they were. Doug, Go ahead. Doug, you're right. I mean, and Joe, I'm sure you feel the same way. I mean, if you're sick and you're on a dozen prescription meds or five prescription meds or even just insulin, and you have to have it, and you're required to have it. What if you don't get it? Doesn't it make more sense to try to get healthy to start with instead of having to deal with this problem if it actually occurs? It's like I tell parents, 
the time to decide whether or not you're going to vaccinate is not after the baby is born and the baby's two minutes old and they want to take it and give it a half shot. That's not the time to decide whether you want vaccines or not. You got to make that decision before you get pregnant. You know, the time to decide if you want to be healthy doesn't mean that you have to have cancer first or heart disease or diabetes or you have to have amputation or you have to go blind. And now all of a sudden, and I have, I've had this happen so many times, Doug. People will come to me, or it used to come to me when I had my clinic set up. As, and of course, I don't have the clinic anymore, but this was years ago back in the 80s. You know, we'd have to have the 40 patients a day come through the clinic. And their doctors would release them with like stage two, stage three, stage four terminal cancer, giving them absolutely no hope and to go home to die. They've already burnt out their liver with chemotherapy and radiation and all the other things they've done. They come in there a skeleton and they go, it's time to change my diet. I got to try diet change now. Are you kidding me? And I, and this, this happened repeatedly. And my response was always this. I don't know what to say to you. I said, your body's reserve energy is so low that I don't know if you have enough time to try to rebuild your energy up by putting nutrients into it right now to try to combat all of the damaging effects of your lifetime of dietary abuse. Now, think about this for a second. It's kind of like a glass. And, you know, even Paul said this in the New Testament. He said, I feel like as though I, my life is being poured out as a drink offering. Now, here's how I look at that. If you've got a 32-ounce tumbler and you're pouring out an ounce a minute and you're paying a number tum another tumbler on top of that and you're pouring in an ounce a minute or two ounces a minute, that tumbler is going to stay full and you're not going to lose that reserve energy that your body needs to stay healthy. So... If your body's constantly burning the candle at both ends and you're not replenishing the nutrients simply because you don't know how to or because you don't want to or because you're just being stubborn or because you don't have the education to know how to do it, I got all that. But you have to ask yourself a question. If you do all of that, why do you think your body's not going to deteriorate? I mean, we're in a deterioration process. By the time we get past our teenage years and into our early 20s, human growth hormone goes on a downhill track. That's why I take my HGH stimulate every single day because it stimulates the production through the pituitary gland naturally, naturally, of human growth hormone, which helps to maintain lean muscle mass, helps to maintain libido, helps to maintain healthy blood pressure. People say, well, you take it every day? Yeah, I take it all the time. I'm always having, I always tell Savannah, make me an HGH, make me an HGH. And it's not an injection, it's a powder. And see, this is the thing that I always tell people. If you know there are certain things that you know to do and you don't do it, the Bible says to you, that's a sin. I remember one time, Doug, I was teaching at Carpenter's Home Church, which has since been torn down and leveled. It's completely gone now in Central Florida. That's another whole story. I should tell you that on the air one time. I know the whole story with that mess. And I remember I had a class there, and I had 5,000 people come to the class. did it for like four or five years. And finally, I had, saw, I had seen a person who was in church one day and had been coming to the class for several weeks, and they were no longer attending the class. I'd have something anywhere from 50 to 100 people in there every Wednesday night in the class. And I said, why are you not, are you not coming to class anymore? And they said, well, no, we don't want to know. What you got to say? And I said, well, you mean you don't want to know or you don't care? I said, no, oh, no, we care, but we don't want to know. Because we know that if we listen to you and you tell us what we're doing is wrong and we have to make a correction and we don't do it, we're sinning. So we would rather not do, not go to your class and not learn so we don't consider ourselves to be sinning. And Paul addressed this in the New Testament, if you remember. He said, should we continue sinning so that grace may increase? Because by no means we died to sin, how can we live it any longer? So a lot of Christians have that mindset, Doug. If we don't know what's going on, we're not going to be held accountable for it. We don't need to know. So when you want to talk about alternative news or, or health care or natural health care, we don't want to know because a lot of people People still believe in providentialism.
legalism, and they believe that God's providence is going to take care of them regardless of what they do to their bodies, and that if they give their children 78 vaccinations and that child comes down with autism, that it was God's will for that child to become autistic. I had somebody actually tell me that one time, and I blew a cork. I got, I got mad. I said, I don't believe that. That's like saying that if you step in front of a semi-truck doing 80 miles an hour to see if that truck can stop on time and you get killed, it was God's will for you to be squished by a semi-truck. I said, that's nonsense. I said, God gives us knowledge, and he gives us reasoning skills, and he wants us to use both, and he wants us to learn what the Word of God says. My Bible says, don't you, don't you know that ye yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives within you? And if you destroy God's temple, he will destroy you. That's what the Word of God says. And now, now he doesn't. That what, it, when it, what, that, what that means in the in, in the interpretation is that you're going to destroy yourself. Because remember what it says in the Old Testament, Doug. The Jews had come out of Egypt. God had given them the word, and He'd given them the laws in Leviticus and Deuteronomy. And He said to them very clearly, He goes, "If you do what I'm telling you to do, you're going to live long, and you're going to prosper in the land that I'm giving you." And He goes, "And you're going to be blessed." And he says, "But if you don't do what I'm telling you to do, then what's going to happen is you're going to be cursed, and you're going to suffering with all these long and lingering diseases, and that's like cancer and all these other things that come upon them because they're not following His protocols." And then he comes. He takes it another step further because you know how stubborn these guys were because they kept worshiping all of these weird things they'd learned in Egypt. And he says another thing. He says, "So I'm setting before you today. I'm setting before you today life or death. Now choose life." And that's that's what I'm saying tonight to you guys that are listening. You know, there's a different way you can live. You can live and be healthy and have tremendous energy every single day of your life, even into your 60s. But you've got to choose life. You've got to choose the way that you know you should go. See, the Bible also tells us in the book of Ecclesiastes that time and chance happen to everybody. And we understand that. There's a reason that you're listening to this show tonight. If you're listening for the first time and you're a first-time Hagman listener or the first time you've heard me on a talk show and you're hearing us, hearing me first time tonight, there's a reason that you tuned in. Now, you know I'm talking to you right now if you're listening to me and you know this is true. You may be suffering from arthritis or heart disease or diabetes or some other type of disease or ailment or something that you can't correct and you don't know how to do it. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Well, guys, there are natural things out there for almost every single protocol, every single ailment. In fact, a lot of these things I've written articles on at healthmasters.com that you can get completely for free and get on our newsletter every single day. They'll send you an update every single day on all new articles and some of the same articles that we used over the years that I've already written. Because, guys, I want you to know this. I want you to know that I care about every single person here. I love your audience, Doug. I love my audience. I love Hodge's audience and Sheila's audiences. And I, I just appreciate you guys so much. And I want to thank you for supporting us. And plus, on top of that, you're not supporting the globalists and their global corporations when you support a company like Health Masters. You support Hagman and Hagman, you're supporting the alternative news who are coming to you at, quite frankly, nowadays at a great risk to tell you guys the truth of what's going on here. I mean, this thing with Seth Rich, this is as hot as a box of hot potatoes. This is hot, but nobody wants to touch it. Everybody's avoiding it. This whole thing with Wiener going to jail now with the Podesta emails back in the fall with Umadine. I mean, you're not hearing this from the mainstream media. It's kind of in a couple little channels here and there. They're covering all of this stuff up because they don't want you to know the truth. And they certainly don't know what to, want you to know the truth about the toxins that corn is now labeled and controlled by the EPA as a pesticide. That bovine growth hormone causes all these different hormone problems in the body and cancers in the body. And they don't want you to know that soy feminizes little boys. And they sure don't want you to know that fluoride makes you servile and infertile. was used first in the Nazi concentration camps. And after we read the information coming out of Dachau, we put it in our water supply in the United States in 1947. They don't want you to know any of this stuff because, remember, these guys want you ignorant and dumbed down. They want a slave race that does what they're told to do without questioning their authority. They want you to say, okay, that's fine with me. I'll take the mark of the 
the beast. Well, guys, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord, and I'm going to refuse to do any of this nonsense, guys. And if I know they're doing something wrong to me or my family, I'm going to do everything I can to tell people about it and to make sure it doesn't happen to my family, Doug and Joe. And that includes yeah, we, my we listeners. Need to push back. That's right. We've yep. got to push back. Absolutely. Man, I'll tell you what, we only have about uh, eight minutes left of our program, seven minutes left of our program, Ted. You've taken us almost to the end. Keep going, brother. I mean, I, I don't know where to go, but, but you're, I, I must reiterate, uh, Seth Rich, that's a very hot topic at the moment. And you know what? We cannot afford to allow that topic to get uh, eaten up by other headlines, by other uh, uh, white noise. So, uh, folks, please, please just keep watch of... Um, uh, com, and, and, and again, I'm going to do what I can to to uh, bring forth additional information about Seth Rich. Just go to, uh, in fact, go to our video ch- uh, channel, Hagman Report uh, YouTube channel, and check out the latest uh, uh, videos about Seth Rich. But and George Webb, W E B B, also um, you know, a very good internet researcher, has a lot of information about the murder of Seth Rich. But Ted, yeah, you get to, go ahead. Uh, well, well you, yeah, Doug, you're absolutely right. I mean, think about it for a second. I mean, here's here's Seth Rich. Uh, you know, head guy with DNC, releasing supposedly all of these emails to WikiLeaks to realize how he wanted to expose the corruption. Also, he ends up dead. I mean, you remember that show we released with you several years ago now, that one that we broke when all these these doctors were being killed who were involved in the research with autism. I mean, the first thing I said on your show that night is I am not autistic and I'm not taking prescription medications. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, right. not autistic. I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal, and I'm definitely yeah. not autistic. But we released that information on autism, and I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that you know. You know, and you, and Doug, you do the same thing with me. If I get involved in stuff that I know is kind of risky, I'll let you know that I'm involved in it. You do the same thing with me because we want somebody out there that something happens to us that they'll tell the truth of what happened to me or what happened to you. Now, guys, this is why it's so important that you support alternative broadcasting. Now, again, I'm saying this to you very – this is not PBS. We don't get billions of dollars a year in funding from the federal government or hundreds of millions. We don't get that. Okay? This is natural – this this is basically what's the term I'm looking for. We we basically have to generate our own revenue to stay on the air, and the major suppliers and the and the and the advertisers don't really want to be involved with any of this stuff because they don't like what we got to say because we're affecting their revenue stream because a lot of their products are being made by the very globalists that we're nailing on these shows. Right on. Yeah, and people don't get that. Uh, and uh, I just want to thank each and every one of you who have uh, supported us in our broadcasting. Thank you so very much. We really appreciate that. And you know what? We are doing our level best to grow, to expand, to reach out, touch uh, more individuals, more countries, um, and, and for the end result of, of course, spreading the uh, the gospel, but but also doing uh, providing the news through a biblical worldview. So we want to thank everyone. And, and, uh, and on behalf of Ted Brothers, thank you so much for supporting Health Masters through your purchases. This is how we are able to, to grow and get things done and get the truth out there. And uh, there's no apologies you know, about that. We, we are... <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I'll tell you what, it's just been it's, it's such a... a it's, it's, been a, it's been a really busy week and an exceptionally busy day. Well, well yeah, and, and Doug, here's the other thing, too. And remember, you guys take, like, what, five minutes worth of commercials every hour? That's it. And so the, so the rest of the show is being paid for by you guys. On my show, because Health Masters sponsors my show, we don't take any commercial breaks. If you listen to GCN or some of these other networks, I mean, every five to seven minutes, you've got to listen to a two- or three-minute commercial. It's just what it is. And so you'll have somebody who will be right in the middle of a really good point they're trying to make and also got to go to commercial break every six minutes or three minutes or five minutes. That's very frustrating. 
And in fact, I've stopped listening to a lot of the alternative major networks like this because of that very reason. And then again, we don't want to be that. We, that's why we don't want to be those people. We don't want to be those guys that are constantly having to go to commercial breaks. And so when you support us and support Doug or support Health Masters, and we've got our coupon now, the, the Doug 5 coupon for 5% off the website except for the special items, it allows us to not have to put commercial sponsors on and it allows us the ability to make sure that if we do put commercial sponsors in, it's who we want. Because I know several years ago, you took a very strong stand for the Bible and for what was right, and you lost a bunch of your sponsors. And I mean, and I, I'm not going to talk about on the air who these people were, but the point is this, guys. You don't understand when you stand for righteousness, when you try to do what's right in, the, in, in Jesus' and Christ's eyes, and, and, you, and you know, in Yeshua's eyes and Yahweh's eyes, a lot of times the alternative media and these guys that are promoting certain products, they don't believe that way. I mean, look at the doggone CEO of Starbucks. I mean, this guy is like this is, he's as liberal as it gets. And see, and this is what we have to understand is that, you know, we're here to support you guys in your efforts to get alternative news every single day of the week. I'm on five days a week. Actually, I'm on six days a week on Sunday night also, but that's the top show that we do for the week. I play on Sunday night. We used to do live on Sunday night and working six days a week. It was just overwhelming me as far as with family time. I couldn't do it, Doug. But so we'd play the top show of the five days every Sunday night. And you can listen to my show live on on a telephone number. And uh, Sharon, have you got that number? If you'll get it for me real quick. There's a phone number you can call through Global Star Network, and you can listen to my show 24 hours a day, but don't listen to it during the Hagman broadcast. Listen to the Hagman broadcast live. And, and realize that you can listen to our show at Health Masters with Ted and Austin Brower anytime you want. Driving down the road in your car, you can actually call a telephone number. And the number is 641 552 5310. That number is 641 Five five two five three one zero, and we have the same type of show that Doug has every single day on Global Star, but it is only an hour long. Uh, we just simply don't have time to do a long show like Doug. Doug has made a tremendous sacrifice for the listeners because three hours a day requires tremendous amount of prep time. I mean, it takes me hours every single day just to prepare for a one-hour show. I can't even imagine what Doug does. And that's why it's so important that you support the guests and the sponsors of Doug's show because what it does, it allows all of us to work together in unison, synergistically, to bring you the news that we need to bring you and make you all aware of the truth that we've learned, including the Seth Rich thing. And I'm going to close with one thing. By the way, the, the Journal of... The, the, the Diabetic Journal of India says that turmeric extract is, extract is 100% effective at preventing type 2 diabetes. This is a study that came out last year, and so we are talking about blood sugar and how to control it. This is one of the things that's on our healthy blood sugar protocol at Health Pastors, and also it works very, very, very well in keeping the immune system very strong, and it also works very, very well at helping the body to eliminate Allergies. It's one of the things this contractor started taking yesterday. He was so bad with allergies, he could barely breathe. He calls me up the next, the same next day and he goes, my allergies are better in one day. Is that possible? The answer is yes, it's possible if the dosing's high enough. You can have tremendous results on supplements almost immediately, but you've got to make sure you're taking the right stuff and the right dosing. And we're here to help you at healthmasters.com. Now, we can't take you off prescription drugs. And please don't ask us to do third and fourth and fifth party consults. If you have somebody you want us to talk to, let them call us. Don't ask us to call them. And let's not, don't ask us to try to help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. That's very, very important because if somebody doesn't want to change their diet, it doesn't help trying to talk to them. All they want to do is get into an argument. And Doug, at 61 years of age, I'm done trying to argue with people. If they want to eat junk food all the time, it's their choice, buddy. What do you think? <laughs> okay. 